Blog Talk Radio. We are vibrational beings. You know, we're not just flesh and blood. You know, uh, if you put anything under a microscope, an intense microscope, you can ultimately see that everything is vibration. And, in, and as the scientists are not telling us, there's information there. But it's not solid. It's always moving. So we're vibrational beings. And when we lift our vibration to what we want to experience, it happens first on a vibratory level. And then it shows up and manifests in our life. So uh, people who are holding on to rancor, animosity, mm-hmm. they're slowing down their vibration. Okay. Another way of saying it is you cannot have what you're not willing to become vibrationally. Ah. If you do get it, you'll lose it. Ah. You see, this is why people, they'll win the lottery, they, <laughs> they lose everything, yes. or they'll finally get the person they think they Absolutely. want to be with. They can't keep, the, can't keep the relationship, or they'll get a modicum of success but can't hold on to it. Because inside, they weren't vibrationally aligned. They really hadn't become it. So you can temporarily manipulate and get things. But to have it completely, you have to lift your vibration and and become that in in, in vibration. You're not really attracting things to you. You're really radiating. Ah, It's really a radiation. I can cry right now. It's like if I become the vibrational frequency of love, harmony, peace, and I'm radiating that. That's the key. It's going to show up in my life. That's the key. That's the word. You're not attracting it. You have to be it and radiate it, and then it it comes. It is drawn to you. Right. From you to it. Yeah. You have to like yourself when you're by yourself. Yeah. You have to like yourself. I mean, when you when you're by yourself, you have to look at those thoughts, the beautiful thoughts, the crazy thoughts. Mm-hmm. You have to embrace yourself. You have to forgive yourself. You have to love yourself. And when you can fall in love with yourself and like yourself when you're by yourself. Now you can be with others. But if you don't like yourself when you're by yourself, then you're pulling on others to make you happy. Is it possible to like vision when you're at the bottom? Not only is it possible, that's probably the best time to do it. When circumstances and situations are pressing in upon us, the only way we can overcome them is to go within. To actually begin to ask very empowering questions with the awareness that this universal presence and its law will answer any question that you ask. So if you're in a situation that uh, is pressing on you and you ask, what's trying to emerge in my life? What is my gift to share? Mm. What is my purpose? Why am I here on the planet? Not just how can I pay my rent, not just how can I stop the pain. You ask empowering questions, the universe will answer these questions in a language and in a way that you can understand. There'll be inner prompting, there'll be intuitive hits, nudges, signs, symbols, dreams. It'll come in the language of the the, the individual soul and heart. The difficulty is that when people are in tough situations, they ask disempowering questions. They say, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. Who's to blame? Why Why me? me? Those are the disempowering questions. So the universe will answer those too. It'll pull on the database of human experience and say you were born on the wrong side of the tracks or you were born on the right side of the tracks or you this happened or that happened it will give you a a, a bevy of excuses but if you ask an empowering question you'll get an answer to rise above the muck so it's all about the question the sincerity of the question and then the ability and the willingness to to really listen to really be available that that's where the juice is
And that is available to every human being. Whether an individual is in prison, whether an individual is imprisoned by circumstance, imprisoned in their own mind about an event that happened in their past, it doesn't matter. Once you ask with sincerity, the universe will answer. That's, that's the way it operates. It goes back to asking the question. Yeah. And it, but it also goes back to understanding that the presence of God has never made a mistake, yeah. doesn't do do-overs, and doesn't repeat itself. Yeah. Therefore, each of us are unique expressions of the infinite. The way the infinite gets to express its infinite nature is through its uniqueness. Yeah. Therefore, I have a mandate to discover myself, yeah. find out who and what I am, what my purpose is, and to express it. And that, and that idea within us yeah. is infinite and is always unfolding. So it's not a one and done. It's not, I've arrived. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm always on a journey of unfolding. You grow where you're planted. You grow where you're planted. And, and then you ask, what's trying to emerge? What's trying to unfold? And you'll start to get hints. You start to take baby steps walking in that direction. And as you take baby steps, inertia becomes momentum. Mm -hmm. And then possibilities start to reveal themselves. Potential starts to be activated. And, and you find yourself, as you look back, wow, I'm changed. I'm different. Yeah. When did that happen? You have to be in alignment with it. You have to have a level of practice. You have to give up your resistance to the circumstance. In other words, you're, it's, you're not arguing and resisting the with the circumstance. Yeah. I know this person said, I prayed. I did that. God <laughs> hadn't answered me yet. Yeah. This is the deal. God is always answering. Yes. But are we receiving? Are we listening? Are we available? Yeah. So prayer, meditation, life visioning, it attunes us to become in alignment yeah. with that vibration. So we actually can hear it. We can actually feel it and then move in that direction. Many people, uh, if their prayers would be answered, they couldn't even receive it. They're not, they're not vibrationally ready. Victim consciousness is where many people live. Yeah. Somebody did it to me. The reason why I'm not happy is because they just make, you know, my ex-boyfriend, my boss. The world isn't fair. The world isn't fair. They're doing it to me. The reason why I'm not happy is somebody else's fault. Mm -hmm. God did it to me. The devil did it to me. My astrological sign did it to me. The numbers did it my to mother. me. My mother. My karma. Yeah. Okay. That's the victim stage. Every victim has a victim story. You ask somebody, a victim, what's going on, they'll give you a list of complaints about what's wrong and who uh -huh. did it. Fannie Lou Hamer once said, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, something happens and you start to open up to a possibility that maybe, maybe I'm in my own way. Maybe there's something more than, than what meets the eye. You're going to need something that is not within your little mind and your little perception. And that's where prayer comes in. That's where meditation comes in. That's where life visioning comes in. So if you just said, help, I'm open. I'm available to something new. Now you're on your way. Yeah. Help and is a prayer. Help, help is a prayer. Yeah. I, I say, when I use the word help, I say, hello, eternal loving presence. That's what help means to me. Yeah. Hello, eternal, eternal loving. loving presence. Wow, that's a good one. Back in the day when the Bodhi tree existed and a book fell off the shelf. Just, I walked in and the book just slammed on the floor off the shelf. 
And it was exactly what I needed to read at that time. And so I learned about manifestation. I learned about the second stage, which is how to manifest, which is establishing intention, beginning to see visually the kind of life you want to uh, live, beginning to have conversation about that kind of life. I tell people you have to talk about it more than you talk about your problems because at the end of the day, if you're complaining more than you're talking about your vision, yeah. then you're in inertia. So there's a shift that takes place where you're actually talking about the possibilities mm -hmm. more than you're talking about your issues. Yeah. You don't deny the issues. Bad things have happened to people. You're not denying that those things have happened. But it's the energy that you give to it. That yes. is a definite true fact. If you start talking about somebody or you're engaged in a conversation where you're gossiping, before long, you're spiraling down. Energy goes into those lower frequencies. Yep. Doubt, worry, fear. All, and now you're in, you're in that sediment. Mm -hmm. You're in that dynamic. Mm -hmm. But if you start talking about possibility, even, even if you don't know how to get there, then your energy starts to go up. Mm -hmm. You know, what if you ask a what if question, you know, what if, what if all my needs were met? What would I be doing in my life? What if everything is really working together for my good? What if all the bad things that have happened in my life are leading me to activating some great potential in my, in my experience? Mm -hmm. What if God really is on my side? Yeah. You know, you ask a what if question and you start to notice little tiny miracles happening in your life. Mm -hmm. Things start to manifest. You don't know how they got there. The, the primary dark night of the soul is when you're losing your identification yeah. with your previous identity, but you don't yet have an identification with what's new emerging. You're mm -hmm. in That's good. the dark. That's good. You don't know. Uh, you, you, you knew this is who you used to be, yeah. but you're not that anymore. But who you're becoming, you're not that either. So it's dark. It's really... And sometimes it's excruciating. Sometimes it's a lot of fear, a lot of disconnect. And I, I, I tell people that when you're going through that, mm -hmm. tell them to ask this question. If this experience were to last forever, yeah. what quality would have to emerge for me to have peace of mind? Ooh. So if you ask that question, and you say, oh, if, I, if, I, if, I, if, this, if this particular experience was, was gonna last forever, I would, need, I would need some strength, I would need some, some peace, I would need a little bit more, you know, name whatever quality. And what happens is, when your attention starts focusing on that quality, rather than resisting the dark night, then the process is speeded up. And your identification... You move through it You faster. move it through it faster. Yeah. Pain pushes until the vision pulls. So, life is progressive, and it's pushing you... Yeah until you get pulled by a larger vision. So once you have a vision that you can articulate. Okay, so pain pushes you, so it get, it's hard, it's harder, it's harder, it's harder, and it's trying to force you into having a vision, a vision yes. that's bigger than, than, than the, the pain. pain. And that's a principle. Potential is always bigger than the problem. Potential is always bigger than the problem. Your potential is infinite and is always bigger than whatever problem you're going through. You begin to have a, a, a vision about the possibility. Mm -hmm. You start to be pulled by it 
And then once you really sincerely embrace it yeah. and your life begins to be, okay, when I wake up this morning, I'm going to walk in the direction of my purpose. I'm going to walk in the direction of my vision. I'm going to walk in the direction of that possibility and the potential yes. instead of allowing myself to go, oh, woe is me, or I can't believe, but right. I'm going to walk in the... The cosmic yeah. two by four doesn't need to hit you as much. Wow. You're pulled. You're being pulled more by joy and it's like... I'm being pulled by some, something. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to have challenges. Of course. Of course. We don't, we don't, we're not praying to live a challenge-free life. We're praying that the challenges that come activate latent potential. Understanding that pain pushes until vision pulls. Ask what-if questions. Yes. Begin to see, visualize the kind of life you want to live. Mm -hmm. Begin to talk about it. Begin to write it down. Begin to dream about it. And then what I, what I teach is... You talk about it. Doesn't mean you talk to everybody because everyone is not trustworthy. That's right. You talk to selected friends about it. About it. You talk to it. Uh -huh. You actually talk to the vision. Talk to the possibility. Talk to love. You talk to peace. You talk to prosperity. I see you everywhere. I see you prosperity in the lawn. I see you abundance on the in the grain of the sand. I see you everywhere. Mm -hmm. You talk to it, and then after a while. You're talking from it. I want to talk to you and talk to everybody out there about what I have learned is the most important and efficient way to get where you want to be. It's to visualize. Don't hit me on my belly cause I'm not crying now. I see the leeches clearly. Try to make me cry and turn it upside down You can't take out me
some time right now. Lay back, close your eyes. Maybe you're running on a treadmill. Maybe you're on the train, on a plane. And I want you to visualize where you're going to be 5, 10, 20 years from now. And I promise you will be there. developed at the United Nations during the 1960s and 70s when the United States and the Soviet Union were in a race to demonstrate their superiority that established the basis for the bilateral arrangement that is now international space law. While commercialization of the space domain is not new, in recent years the United States and NASA have led the push to enable new types of innovative commercial space activities and deep space exploration. But let's begin with the basics. How does international space law work as part of a global space governance system? Those are limits to the analogy. Think of outer space as international waters. No nation owns or has claim to space or planets, but any nation may send spacecraft into outer space. Like a boat, the craft and crew follow the laws of their origin state. The key part of international space law comes from the 1967 Outer Space Treaty, that states that the exploration and use of outer space shall be carried out for the benefit and in the interests of all countries and shall be the province of all mankind. There are also treaties that cover rescue response, liability in the event of damage, a registry for all objects launched into outer space, and a controversial agreement about the moon and other celestial bodies. The Outer Space Treaty also establishes that activities in space shall be for peaceful purposes and that no weapons of mass destruction can go into space. In addition to the Outer Space Treaties negotiated at the United Nations, other international laws and non-binding principles, both of a public and private nature, national space laws, regulations and policies also apply to space activities. Despite this, there is one area that is vaguely defined, commercial resource exploitation. We are now at a point where the private sector is capable of exploring space and at the brink of extracting resources for profit. This was never addressed back in the 60s and 70s, but was conceived during the negotiation of the Moon Agreement. In order to further develop the space industry, 
the United States adopted the Commercial Space Launch Competitiveness Act in 2015, which amongst other things, allows for US citizens to engage in commercial resource extraction activities, meaning that while you cannot claim ownership of the planet or asteroid, you can own, transport and sell the resource extracted from it. Some argue that this breaks international law, but other nations are beginning to create similar domestic laws of their own to ensure that they are not at a competitive disadvantage. The need for international agreements for space resource extraction are being discussed at the United Nations and between individual states, and other innovative forums are proposed, such as the G20. Right now, the United States is moving forward with its Artemis program to return to the moon, and companies like SpaceX, Blue Origin and Virgin continue to set milestones in their corporate ambitions. International space lawmaking is at a crossroads. To ensure space doesn't become the next setting of a Wild West gold rush, the international community must decide if it should come together to create legal frameworks that both enable and keep in check the space industry and the states that support them while protecting natural resources and ensuring its exploitation will be for the benefit and in the interests of all humankind. to the hottest radio network on the planet, Evolution Radio.
There it is right there. And I want to share this with you because this paragraph, it was, I was instructed to look at that shortly after I started to read the book. And it was the start of changing everything. Now, you can't read that from here, so we'll blow it up. Hill says there's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe that they can acquire it. That's not an easy thing to do. He said the state of mind must be belief and not mere hope or wish. Now, the last two lines are critical. Open-mindedness is essential to belief. Closed minds will not inspire faith, courage, or belief. There's the key. You, if you want to be ready for the success that you dream about, that Blaine had you playing with mentally, physically, if you're ready, then you believe. And if you don't believe, you're not ready. It's that simple. Now, this is the sad truth. Most people, it's hope and wish. Got to hope this thing happens. If I go there, I wonder if it'll happen. You've got to decide it's going to happen. It's got to be a decision you make. And it's got to be an irrevocable decision. It's not, it's not conditional on anything. This is exactly the way it's going to be done. You see, when you believe, everything else goes out the door. Now, how do you believe? Well, I talked about that earlier. Our belief system is based upon our evaluation of something. And frequently, if we reevaluate a situation, our belief about that situation will change. When Bell said that to me, it was like bells going off in my head. I realized then how and why I had changed. I had been searching for nine and a half years. The change had taken place. My life had changed dramatically, but I had no idea why it had changed. People say, how did you do that? And I said, I'm, well, I don't know, I just do it. I have talked to all kinds of Olympians. I had a very good friend of mine, Mill Campbell, who's gone now, God bless him, but he was a gold medal decathlon winner. That means that on that day, he was the greatest athlete in the world. That's huge. And I remember him telling me, if he told me once, he told me a thousand times. He wanted down in Melbourne, at the Olympics in Melbourne. And, uh, and he, uh, he said that he and Rayford Johnson were running around the uh, area that they had built for the Olympians. And Rayford said to him, what do you think is going to happen, Milt? And Milt said, I told him, I said, Rayford, you've wasted your time coming here. This is mine. Now, prior to that, that was in 1956. In 1952, he had gone to Helsinki. He watched Bob Mathias as a kid when he was 13. And he watched Mathias, who became a congressman out here at one time. Um, he went to London and he became the greatest athlete in the world in 1948. And Milt saw that as a young boy. And he made up his mind, he was on the back of a Wheaties box, that he was going to do that. At 13, he said, I am going to win the decathlon. 
His grandmother was raising him. He lived in Jersey. But he made up his mind he was going to win it. And four years later, he was in Helsinki. And he stood on the second step. Matthias wanted another gold. Matthias won the gold again. And Milt said, when I was standing on the second step, I made a commitment to myself. I was coming back in four years, and I was going to win the gold. Now, think of what he had to do. He had to train every day for the next four years. This is not lightweight stuff. And this is the real deal. I was running a meeting in, where the hell was I? I was here. I had just got in my room. I hadn't even opened my bag. And the phone rang in my room. And I picked it up and it was Milt. And he, I said, you know, I started talking, he said, where are you? And I said, I'm in L.A. He said, I'm in L.A. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm here visiting with Bob Mathias. I said, really? I said, God, I'd love to meet him. And I said, why don't you bring him down? Why don't you come to lunch tomorrow? Bring him down. I'll have lunch with you guys. So he said, just a minute. He was gone for a minute. He came back. He said, okay, Bob said he'd come. And so I was running a seminar for Prudential. This was quite a long time ago. Well, these two big guys come in. They sat down in the back of the room. And I knew who they were. I knew who Bill was. I didn't know who Bob was, but I knew who, I knew who was with him. And so um, they ducked out, and we had lunch, and we came back in. And uh, they said, yeah, you can go ahead. So I told a story. I told a story about a young guy who was 13 that saw another guy win a gold medal in the decathlon. And he made up his mind he was going to do that. Now, he was living with his grandma. He was in New Jersey. The temperature's not very nice in New Jersey a good part of the year. And he said, he remember, he was upstairs, and he'd be saying, I am the greatest athlete in the world. And one day his grandma said, Milt, this may not be for us. He said, Grandma, we're not doing it. I'm doing it. I want you to compare the difference. He went back, he went in 52 to Helsinki, and he won the silver. But he said, I'm going back in four years. He had to figure out how he could do it. He didn't have the money to hire a trainer. His family didn't have any money. So he got an idea. See, when you fall in love with the idea... The way will be shown. You're going to believe that. You can't wish. Wishing and hoping doesn't cut it. If you're going to be ready, you've got to believe it. You've really got to believe it. He got the idea. He went to the government. He said, I'll join the service if you send me to Southern California and you permit me to train. I'll run under your banner. They cut a deal. They sent him down here. He had great trainers. He was in favorable weather. And he did that for four years. They paid him while he was learning. He didn't have enough money otherwise. And he went and he won the gold. And then I told him, I said, now the other guy, Milt's black. 
Matthias was white. Matthias was raised in Southern California. His dad was a doctor. They had all kinds of money, comparatively speaking. He was hiring the best, best trainers in the world. He could train all year long. Their situations were so far apart, they were almost polar opposites on the surface. But they both did the same thing because they both held the same image. And then I introduced them, and I brought well, the guys went nuts. The people in the audience, they just, just, and I got them both to come up and talk about it. I've seen these things happen. I've worked with these people. I understand it. And I remember Milt was always saying, Milt had a key to my house. He's gone now, God bless him. But he had a key to my house. When he came to Toronto, he would just, it wouldn't matter if we were home or not. He could go and stay there. We were just great friends for a long, long time. But I remember he kept saying to me, he said, you know, I, I just he, he, he couldn't get over this. He said, there was all kinds of guys in school that were better, better athletes than me, but they quit. <laughs> he said, you can't win if you quit. There is no quitting. That's got to be a commitment. And it's not going to be easy. Sandy's going to run you through here to something in a few minutes called the terror barrier. It gets to the point where you're damn good and scared. Yet gets to the point where the outside starts to take control of the inside and you swear to God you're going to lose if you keep going. But you've got to keep going. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. Hello? Okay, good. So as the chemical of emotion wanes, the cells will go into a period of chemical withdrawal. This will stimulate the brain to produce more molecules of emotion, and the cells will carry out the corresponding behavior to concentrate the chemicals in the tissues. This is known as emotionalism, which creates drama. No, I'm serious. You have to understand that drama is a biological created activity because the chemistry of that emotion is dwindling in that person's body. And so therefore, to keep that chemistry at the level that it's used to, it will stimulate the person to create drama. So you have to understand this is a self-imposed chemical addiction to one's own emotions. And if that means that they are sabotaging things to solve this chemical imbalance in the body, they will do that. If it means that they have to create disharmony or create havoc, etc., it will happen over and over and over again. So these people don't need enablers that continuously support them through their high drama. They need to actually be treated and put into withdrawal and console about how to be able to separate their sensations from a thought so they do not continuously create this chemistry. So you have to understand this is a serious problem because what I have observed about us as African Americans is that we have difficulty staying focused and participatory in an event because we allow our emotions and now we've created these emotions because we have judged someone else's speech or someone else's behavior to allow us to abandon the goal or the project over and over and over again. 
So I used to find it very interesting because Caucasians will make it very clear to each other, I really do not like you. However, if they are very clear that they need that person's skill or talent, that is inconsequential, and I will meet you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock so we can get busy on this project. And at 5 o'clock, don't speak to me again. So I've heard us rationalize that, oh, that's hypocritical and just a whole bunch of other stuff, and how can they do that, and they shouldn't speak, and look at what they did. A whole bunch of chemical poisons and toxins that you have created in your mind. Because when the mind understands that we need certain skills and talents to be able to get a project done, we're not interested in how they look, what they say, what they may be doing, etc. We're interested, can they execute this particular activity to the extent that I'm going to get one step closer to the goal. And if the mind understands that, a healthy mind will ignore the rest of the activities and stay focused on the goal. This is critical. I mean, I have seen us talk about we're not speaking and whatever else, et cetera, and nothing gets done. Nothing. Over and over and over again. Because we are emotional addicts. We are not in control at all of our bodies. It is our emotions that are driving us. And so therefore, we have abandoned the project. Years go by, the same foolishness and nonsense, and we wonder why, what happened. And somebody else that didn't do whatever they're supposed to do. No, it was you who would not control your mind and stay focused.
got to get up, get back on my feet so I can tear shit up. That ain't the half. Shit gets worse as I get older. Actions become bolder. Heart got cold. Chip on my shoulder. Then I dare the nigga to touch. Didn't need a click, cause I scared a nigga that much. One deep with the pitch, starting shit for kicks. Catching Vicks, throwing bricks, getting by, being slick. Used to get high, just to get by. Used to have to fuck my L in the morning before I get fly. Ate something, couple of 40s, baby, hate something. After some coke, now I'm ready to take some. Three years later, showing signs of stress. Didn't keep my hair cut, I give a fuck how I dress. I'm possessed by the darker side, living the cruddy life. Shit like this, kept a nigga with a bloody knife. Wanna make records, but I'm fucking it up. Shit, I'm falling, can't get up. Hey, I'm slipping, falling, I can't get up. I'm slipping, falling, can't get up. Hey, I'm slipping, falling, I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear shit up. Hey, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear shit up. Wasn't long before I hit rock bottom Niggas talking shit like damn, look how that kind of got Open like a window, no more endo Look at a video, say to myself that could have been yo Ass on the TV, believe me, could be done Something got to give, got to change this, now I got a son I got to do the right thing for shorty And that means no more getting high, freaking body So I get back, looking tight, slick again Fake niggas jump back on my dick again Nothing but love for those that know how it feel and much respect to all my niggas that kept it real Kept a nigga strong, kept a nigga from doing wrong Niggas know who they is, and this is your fucking song And to my boo, who stuck with a nigga do All the bullshit, you get yours, because it's do Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up Get back on my feet so I can tear shit up Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling And this story was told to me by somebody who I trust. The doctors in Egypt told him, Brother, all your veins, blood veins reaching to your heart is closing up. He said, can you do a surgery? They said the surgery is so much difficult and so much uh, dangerous. The best way is you go to Europe to make a surgery for your heart. When he went to Germany, the German doctor tell him, your all veins almost closed. This is a very dangerous 
operation that we have to to do to you and the chance of living is 50-50 the man feeling that this might be the last few days of his life he talked to the doctor can I have two days to go back to my family and give them farewell because I may die in Germany and let me go to my friends and ask them to forgive me too so the doctor tell him go but don't be late because your heart veins are closing so the man went to Egypt and he went to see his family and friends as he was walking he saw a woman near a butcher shop collecting the little bones that fall down from the butcher that is the rubbish of the bones he said woman what are you doing she said I'm collecting this for my daughters he said why she tell him we don't have money and my daughters did not eat meat since two years this is the only meat that they can eat the man talked to the butcher this sister will come to you every 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 week and you shall give her what is enough for her and for her daughters and I will pay you the money for one year so that you can be guaranteed to give her for one year the woman started making dua for him oh Allah give him health oh Allah give him what he please for oh Allah give him all wishes he's come true all this dua come from the deep of the heart the man after that went to his house his daughter told him my father your face change your face is open your face is much change he said alhamdulillah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the operation easy in Germany he traveled to Germany the doctor do the final checkup before the operation the doctor asked him which hospital did you go to he tell him I never go to hospital again he tell him no you have taken a strong medicine that open all your heart veins your heart veins is so much open you don't need an operation you don't need a surgery anymore he tell him I know what it is the cure is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the one who have cured me is him and the one who have cured me because I look for another poor person and I help them selfish to put yourself first. No, it's self-full. It's self-full. It's self-full to be first, to be as good as possible to you, to take care of you, to keep you whole and healthy. That doesn't mean that you disregard everything and everyone, but you want to come with your cup full. You know, my cup runneth over. What comes out of the cup is for y'all. What's in the cup is mine, but I got to keep my cup full.
don't we do that? Don't we take on other people's stuff and make it about us when we don't know that we matter? When you don't know you matter, you will make somebody else's crazy about you. You got your own stuff to handle. You don't have to take on anybody else. You know, there isn't a person you can ask in the world at some point where they didn't say, you know, I just find it difficult to trust people. Right. But what you say, that's not really the issue. No. Learning to trust other people. No. The real issue is... Trusting yourself. Trusting yourself that you're going to make the right choices. Trusting yourself that you can hear that voice and follow it. Trusting yourself that when people betray you, abandon you, don't acknowledge you, whatever, you will... I'll be okay. Yeah. I'll be okay. What about boundaries? People violate you when you don't have clear boundaries because you don't tell them how to behave in your life. And they run amok. They run amok because you don't have clear boundaries. You know, a lot of people hold secrets about themselves from their family. Guilt and shame, guilt and shame. And teaching people how to be people, love people, and respect people enough to tell them the truth. Okay, okay. Tell them the truth. Okay. Here's a big story I wish everybody, I'm just a single mom and I can't. Don't, that story is not helping you. That may be a reality. Here's the, here's the principle. State the facts, speak the truth. Here's the fact. I'm raising children without the benefit of a partner. That's the, that's the fact. Here's the truth. Right where I am, the fullness of God is, and me and God is a majority. Most of us have a death urge. And we see the guy coming, warning, slap, right in the middle of his head. And we said, oh, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to reshape it. And we got to understand, love <laughs> doesn't have to fix you, change it. When you see crazy coming, cross the street. <laughs> cross the street. Hi, YouTubers. I'm excited to give you an update about our... Hey, I don't think this is the place God wants us to be, man. Nah, Fish, this is exactly where he wants us to be. So what are you degenerate niggas doing here? Come on, Vic, man. You better than this, man. Y'all trying to rip people off. Look, y'all ain't here to hear the word? Get the f*** out. Hey, hold on there, What What's going on here? Who is that? Sound like you teaching people to worship money. With all due respect, Reverend, that sound like some bullshit to me. Ooh. Reverend Otis, this is the aboriginal con man from Australia. Nigga just got out the mental institution. Think he's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus! Well, is that right? Well, if you're gonna be a crazy fool, you might as well go all the way with it. <laughs> Look, I don't want your money. Neither does Pops. You can't buy God's blessings. It don't work like that. There's the man who obviously ain't got no blessing. <laughs> people, people, don't get this dude your money. He ripping you off, Vic. Come on, man, you better than that. You really going to stand by and rip these people off? If Jesus, the real Jesus, didn't want me to have this money, then Jesus would take it away. And, and, and look at your ankles. <laughs> ankles so acid, they look like they're about to be dropped in a deep fryer. <laughs> I've been walking a lot of miles, so what? And, and that wig you got on, you better find whatever meth addict you stole out of here from and get it back. 
Your mama should be arrested for littering. Come back when you can afford Dodge Love, nigga. Save up. Yeah. Get them bums on out of here. Put them in the trash. As a matter of fact, put them in the recycling bin. Maybe, maybe God could do better. <laughs> What do you do in the morning? Well, two hours in the morning, that's a lot of time. Well, if I can overcome myself at the beginning of the day, the rest of my day is easy. And right? that's what you do. You spend two hours in the morning. I allow for two hours. Okay. You I still get up at 4 a.m.? and Well, this morning time? I was up at 3 okay. because I'm on the wrong time zone. Right. But you if like, I'm up... You like the 4 a.m. slot? Because my brain waves are just right. I don't have to work as hard. Yeah, my body's a little fatigued, but I'm between worlds. And so I've just... I, I, you know, my body's a little tired, but I get up and do it. And to me, I allow for two hours. Sometimes I can nail it in 45 minutes or an hour, and sure, I'm done. Other times, I'm on the wrong time zone. I have meetings all day long. I got a lot going on, and I'm just not going to fall prey to that common state of thinking. And that looks like meditation, affirmations in your mind, visualization. It's, it's the work that we do. It's okay. the work that we do. And the first part in truly creating a new personal reality is overcoming your present personality. <laughs> you got to get beyond the normal thinking patterns, the normal uh, urges of action and habits, to get beyond certain emotions that are residuals from the day before. That's the work right there. That's the part you have to overcome. So some days you just kind of slip in and it's magic because you've been practicing like having a great golf game or a great tennis game or a great run or or, or uh, a great session of knitting. You're just you're in your groove. Other days you got to work a little bit more for it. And for me, what I've learned is those hard days, the days that are the most challenging, are always the most rewarding, because now you're uncompromising to an outcome. And if it takes you an hour to get beyond yourself, to find the present moment, because that's the only place where the unknown exists the familiar emotions and hardwired patterns of the past are the known the predictable future in trying to forecast the feeling of every event in our life what people do unconsciously is also the known there's only one place where the unknown exists and that's the present moment you so, call it the generous present moment yeah and i've just done it enough times and there are plenty of people in our work that have done it enough times to know when you're there and when you're not. Okay. And when you're not, it's very obvious because you, you've been there enough times. So, so you're separating your old story from yourself and you're separating your focus on the future and you're being present. It's just like hitting a tennis ball in a sweet spot. Okay. You lock into something and that wholeness starts to happen and now you're no longer creating from polarity or duality or opposites. You know, like, you know, people, you know, people, they create when they see they don't have something. Whether, hey, nice suit, I want one of those, right? And the moment I see that you have a nice suit and I start thinking, I want one of those, my brain naturally starts putting me in the equation. Next thing you know, I'm wearing your suit. Well, that's because we're wired to do that. So then we have this natural ability to create. The problem is, is after you imagine that, you open your eyes and you don't have it, people experience more lack. Well, we're not that good yet. <laughs> so then the act of practicing enough times and beginning to create the state in which you're so connected to the energy of your future. Now think about this. You're so connected to the energy of your future, you're no longer looking for it or waiting for it. You feel like it's already happened. 
The moment you get upset in traffic, the moment you start judging a coworker, you just disconnected from the energy of your future, and now you're back to the energy of your past. Now, if you tell me it was that person that did it to you, I'd say to you, oh, you're back to the unconscious program of being a victim again. So then the person then goes, oh, when did I fall from you know, that state? When did I lose it? Oh, it happened at 3 o'clock today. The next time that happens, what can I do differently? Now the person's moving through their challenges in their life with coherence, with rhythm. They're starting to begin to make strides and that they're no longer knee-jerking to the people in their life that, that they've used emotionally to reaffirm their identity. Now this is the work because you look around to see if anybody's doing it and you don't see anybody else doing it. It's kind of this kind of lonely moment where you're realizing that I'm the only one doing this. That's that kind of moment that you realize that nobody understands you but you, right? And you can't even ask your friends for their opinion because they're going to give you their opinion based on their own experiences. And this is that kind of moment where you have to draw in all your resources and, and begin to make up your mind. And uh, I've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of people that have healed themselves from all kinds of health conditions. And one of the most important elements uh, that I see over and over again is when the person said, I just got to this point in my life where I made up my mind. Listening to the New Evolution Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution. Outer space is not the lawless, ungoverned frontier you may think it is. In fact, there is a framework of agreements, treaties, and principles developed at the United Nations during the 1960s and 70s when the United States and the Soviet Union were in a race to demonstrate their superiority that established the basis for the bilateral arrangement that is now international space law. While commercialization of the space domain is not new, in recent years the United States and NASA have led the push to enable new types of innovative commercial space activities and deep space exploration. But let's begin with the basics. How does international space law work as part of a global space governance system? Those are limits to the analogy. Think of outer space as international waters. No nation owns or has claim to space or planets, but any nation may send spacecraft into outer space. Like a boat, the craft and crew follow the laws of their origin state. The key part of international space law comes from the 1967 Outer Space Treaty that states that the exploration and use of outer space shall be carried out for the benefit and in the interests of all countries and shall be the province of all mankind. There are also treaties that cover rescue response, liability in the event of damage, a registry for all objects launched into outer space, and a controversial agreement about the moon and other celestial bodies. The Outer Space Treaty also establishes that activities in space shall be for peaceful purposes and that no weapons of mass destruction can go into space. In addition to the Outer Space Treaties negotiated at the United Nations, other international laws and non-binding principles, both of a public and private nature, national space laws, regulations and policies, also apply to space activities. Despite this, there is one area that is vaguely defined, commercial resource exploitation. We are now at a point where the private sector is capable of exploring space and at the brink of extracting resources for profit. This was never addressed back in the 60s and 70s, but was conceived during the negotiation of the Moon Agreement. 
In order to further develop the space industry, the United States adopted the Commercial Space Launch Competitiveness Act in 2015, which amongst other things, allows for US citizens to engage in commercial resource extraction activities, meaning that while you cannot claim ownership of the planet or asteroid, you can own, transport, and sell the resource extracted from it. Some argue that this breaks international law, but other nations are beginning to create similar domestic laws of their own to ensure that they are not at a competitive disadvantage. The need for international agreements for space resource extraction are being discussed at the United Nations and between individual states, and other innovative forums are proposed, such as the G20. Right now, the United States is moving forward with its Artemis program to return to the moon, and companies like SpaceX, Blue Origin and Virgin continue to set milestones in their corporate ambitions. International space lawmaking is at a crossroads. To ensure space doesn't become the next setting of a Wild West gold rush, the international community must decide if it should come together to create legal frameworks that both enable and keep in check the space industry and the states that support them while protecting natural resources and ensuring its exploitation will be for the benefit and in the interests of all humankind.
first uh, thing that you must realize, okay guys, is that when you're commanding, it's not really asking, see that's the key first key point I want you to get, that you don't really ask, it's, the trick is you have to command. Now command gets misinterpreted a lot. Command gets the wrong version of maybe you're forcing, you're demanding, not quite correct. When I mean command, your subconscious mind takes instructions, okay, and suggestions. That's what I mean by command. Command means once it gets to the subconscious, there's no rational, logical, okay, or structural, basically, connotation or trying to figure out what it is. It doesn't work that way. It goes to the subconscious, subconscious accepts it, and then puts it out into the universe to create it. That's how it works. Remember, from the conscious mind, you give a command. Once it gets to your subconscious, it's a wrap. It's going to create it, all right? So that's the first key. So the words and the language we use, we have to know the quality to use them to communicate to your subconscious so you can get towards the universe, okay? Second point, the reason a lot of us don't receive or manifest what we truly want is because we are speaking the wrong language. We, we do not know how to talk or how to communicate with what we want. First of all, we communicate in a state of need, lack, or desperation. Okay? So I see individuals say, Hey universe, can you please send me some money? No, that's wrong. Okay? That signifies lack, desperation, and scarcity. Remember, your subconscious mind takes commands. So I'm going to show you right now four powerful affirmations that you can use right now and you can bring the universe, or you can say God the universe, to create and bring money to you. And it works the same day, one day, a couple hours, if you do it this way, all right? So I got a cue card here and I wrote them down, so I want you to make sure you go over and get them, all right? All right, so the first powerful affirmation you'll use, you'll say it in this way, and I'll go over each uh, statement so we can get a comprehension and understand how it works, all right? So number one, you will say, Hey universe, I expect great things to happen in my life, including receiving an extra $500 now. Thank you. See that statement? Notice what I did, okay? I acknowledge, okay? I expect great things. Remember, key component, all things come through you, through us, okay? So notice that I didn't beg, didn't plead. I stated an affirmation or I stated an intention, a proclamation that is what I expect, okay? Number two, you can say this, either one is fine. Hey universe, I deserve everything that is good, including an extra $500 now. Thank you. Now, $500 is an example, guys. You can say 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, a million, 500,000, depending on your belief system, okay? Number three, hey universe, I know you're sending me all that is right for me, including receiving an extra $500 now. Thank you, okay? Each of these statements are filled with a proclamation, a command, and they ended with gratitude, and they're also in the form of I accept it and it's coming, okay? It's not a need or desperate, okay? It's not an ask, it's a command. Hey universe, I deeply believed everything is possible for me, including receiving an extra $500 now. Thank you, again, Notice how I phrase this, okay? I put everything as a command, a suggestion, okay? It's not, I didn't put it in a, in a frame of, man, I need this, 
I gotta have it. I put it in the frame of, hey, I'm good with, without it, but I expect it to come in. And notice I put everything in the present moment of now, okay? I always put now, notice it, okay? So if you start to use these affirmations and you proclaim it, as I said, guess what? You're gonna, money's gonna come to you, man. It's ill you manifest it, all right? Because the way the universe works, the way reality works is that everything operates on a vibratory frequency, okay? The universe is abundant, it's infinite. It always supplies. The supply is always over the demand. You can never outdo it, it can never run out. So all you have to do is match the infinite frequency and this command or these uh, statements will do that because they put your subconscious mind in alignment with what you truly expect, which is abundance is your birthright. See, you're proclaiming, you're declaring. Hey, I expect, okay? See what you do with the money. So a thousand, five thousand. See the reaction in your face, the happiness, the things you do with the money. Just put a quick snapshot and then what you do, you let it go. Just continue on with your day and keep your thoughts in the present moment. Boom, you're gonna manifest the money. It'll come to you, all right? So that's how you make it work. So you declare it, put a quick snapshot in it, and use these statements in the form of a command or a suggestion or proclamation when you put them in the present moment. It's a life of hustle and survival. I remember when my, my ninth grade teacher asked me, Lisa, what do you want to be when you grow up? And see, I have to fight the Harlem Crip 30s every day to get home from school, so I looked at her and said a lie. I took an English class, I got a fail in English. And my English teacher said in front of the entire class, Lisa, you have to be the weakest writer I've ever met in my entire life. Don't worry, my story is good. Don't feel sorry for me. I got seven under my belt. And then the same year my speech teacher said, after giving me a D minus, I knew I, I knew I had an A in speech. Like, come on. He obviously didn't agree with me. He gave me a D minus and said, quote unquote, Miss Nichols, I recommend you never speak in public that you get a death job. So here's the beauty of that story. Other people's perception of you ain't none of your business. Everything you've ever been through, set through, rolled through, cried through, prayed through, everything is a setup for your next best season. And the way you forgive the perceivingly unforgivable, the way you love the perceivingly unlovable, the way you accept what seems to be unacceptable, the way you embrace after you've been betrayed, the way you do that is the way you will lead us. Your light belongs to everyone who will be illuminated because you were bold enough and obedient enough to let your light shine. Yes, yes. And every time you cross someone's path and they can't handle your light, you know those people that they try to give you reasons why you should tone it down a bit. That they would tell Cheryl not to sing so loud. 
right, right, right. They would tell me to shut up in class. They tell you you're kind of strange. You know those people, dream snatchers, vision busters. Don't be mad at them. They can only love you to the capacity in which they're able to love themselves. Don't be mad at them. Don't be mad at them. Pray for them. Love them. Because they're dealing with themselves like we're dealing with us. But I want you to remember that your 70 watts, your 70 watts has to be turned way up. Because you got way more to give us. It ain't over yet. Don't put a period where God put a comma. And when you turn it up to 159 watts, you know, you keep turning it up. You like, you stop dimming your light. You say today is the first day of the rest of my life. You turn it up. You're going to find people that can't handle your light. And before today, you might have dimmed your light. You might have shrunk a little bit. You might have tempered it down a little bit. But after today, I want you to see this. After today, turn the lights up. After today, you don't dare dim your light. As your light gets brighter, as your light gets brighter, you're going to disrupt some people. And they're going to tell you your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Your light's too bright. Then you just look at them and say, well, I'm not dimming my light. I'm just going to hand you some shade.
um, of all races and creeds and nationalities because treaties expand across the, the, the board, quite frankly. Um, and one of the things about treaties, especially since we're talking about this, um, is our topic tonight, right? And we talk about things such as space. And I wanted to talk about space and space treaties tonight because, um, you know, the idea of space is not just uh, outside of our planet. It is also interterrestrial as well. Um, so you have extraterrestrial, interterrestrial, um, and, and, and you have, you know, you have areas of space. You have celestial, right, and it deals with your planetary bodies and things of that nature. Um, but one of the interesting things is that when we're dealing with things like space, right, um, <clears throat> space can be the space right above your head. Space can be uh, your airspace, right? It can be uh, social distance space. It can be celestial space. It can be extraterrestrial space. Space, right, is um, it is a is a it's a medium, if you will, right? Um, and so we're gonna get into this tonight, right? Because I, I really want to drop some science on y'all tonight, right? And we're gonna talk about what they call uh, boundless three-dimensional space, right? And just so you know, space is uh, it's defined as objects and events, right? Things that are relative to direction and position, things around you, right? So physical space is often conceived in a, what they call a three-linear dimension, okay? So a lot of modern physicists, they will normally consider space with what we consider time, right? And that's a four-dimensional continuum. And this is where you get your whole space-time continuum from, right? And so it's a it's a conceptual framework that we deal with, right? And if you ever heard of uh, the Einstein-Rosen bridge, right? It, it may, you know, this that whole theory about, um, you know, multi-dimensional planets and beings and things like that. Um, there are laws to everything, right? So when we talk about the laws of the universe, we have to talk about space, right? Um, and, you know, just for giggles tonight, we're going to go into this and, you know, really dissect it and what it means to be in space, right? Now, the law of the universe is, uh, you know, it, it deals with the law of attraction, right? And you can't talk about the law of attraction without talking about universal law, right, which deals with everything, including your planet, right? So the universe is all of space and all of time. It's, um, it's consistent with your planets, your stars, your galaxies, energy, matter, okay, which your scientists compose of and call your Big Bang, right, and things like this. It's what we call the observable universe, right? So Right, so what's right in front of you is technically considered an observable, observable universe. Now, you may ask yourself, well, why is Joey even talking about this tonight? Well, understand that everything I speak about has a purpose, right? And I'm not, I'm not just pulling shit off my cuff, right? But um, in the very realm, see, and this, this is what's important, right? Your spirit resides right above your head. It lives, I mean, you live in your body, right? But you have what they call aura, right? So your aura sits right above you, okay? And so 
when you think about aura, I want you to think about space. I want you to think about how that works, right? Um, in terms of, you know, um, you know, in terms of even property rights, right? See, aura is a that's a phenomenal, for not well, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenon. So aura deals with just like I told you in the beginning, it deals with terrestrial. It deals with extraterrestrial. Right, it deals with interterrestrial. Okay, so it's a perceptual thing, right? And a lot of people, I've heard people say before, well, I can see auras, right? And so, and then you have people who don't, who don't really contemplate these things, and they don't understand that aura in space is everything, right? So your physical body is property, right? And then. You have to ask yourself, well, who am I property of? And then you look at the idea of your spirit. And you look at your soul. And you, and you look at these things. And you have to also conceptualize with these things that we're also talking about ownership of not just your physical body, but your spirit, your soul. Right? And so <clears throat> um, you have to ask yourself, who, who owns you? Right? Do you own yourself? Do you own more than yourself? Do you own the space above your head? Right? Do you? And I want you to think of um, you know all of the so-called light ones, right? Jesus, Mithra, um, Buddha, Krishna. How you go on and on? So when we talk about the idea of space above your head, I'm not just talking about celestial space. I'm also speaking about extraterrestrial space. I'm talking about interterrestrial space and terrestrial space. Okay. Which is mind, body, and soul. Okay. So um, we're going to get into this tonight, right? And I, I have some interesting things to drop on you. And I'm going to show you why this is important, right? And I'm going to deal with the idea of property, right? And we're going to talk about space tonight, outer space, as you know it. But we're also going to deal with the space above your head, right? And if you know anything, um, you know, about, um, you know, enlightenment or the, the path to enlightenment, um, you know, there's, there are pillars, right? Especially things like martial arts, right? So, and like a lot of martial arts and religions, there's um, an influence, right, where... Uh, there's the concept of enlightenment, right? And these, these concepts of enlightenment generally deal with uh, your mind. It deals with meditation and things like that, right? So when we talk about space, right, you have to remember that space, time and space-time continuum and space travel and all that, right? That That deals with you. It deals with who you are. It deals with the mind, the body, the soul. It deals with ethereal cord that keeps you attached to to your body at all times until you depart from this planet, right? Um, and you your spirit goes wherever you know, wherever it's destined to go. Um, but I want to really dig into this tonight, right? When we talk about space time and all of this. So um I got to read an article and I thought it was really interesting and it, it, it struck me as something that I should speak about. And if, you know, you know, I haven't been on the radio in a couple of weeks, I've been dealing with some family issues and things like that. Um, but 
Um, I honestly wasn't even going to do a show tonight, but I got to thinking about it. I said, you know, it's, you know, I, I think that it's important that we continue our discussions and continue uh, where we're at, with, you know, with our learning because it's going to keep expanding. And as I grow with things, you know, I would like for my audience to grow, um, you know, and it's, this is not for me. This is not a journey about money, right? I I understand that money is a tool, right? We use it, it's, it, you know, we need it. I need it. We all need it. But what you really need to understand is that there's something beyond this, right? Uh, if you ever watch Star Trek, the most interesting about Star Trek is they speak about, and I saw this on an episode, right? And they're talking to John Luke Picard, the captain, and they asked him, they says, well, where's your money, right? And you know, he says, well, we've grown beyond money, right? Where a man's a, a man's wealth is what he brings to the table. It's, it's his wealth of knowledge. It's his spirit, right? It's his drive. And it's really interesting when you think about that, right? Because it's like, well, you know, we become more dependent upon, <clears throat> um, you know, the more dependent that we become on money, right? And, uh, and things of that nature, Right, commerce is commerce is amazing. We're supposed to do commerce, but we also supposed to take the commerce and use it for more time for yourself. You're supposed to use it for more enlightenment, if you will, right, for yourself. Okay, um, and so I, I got to thinking about this as I was reading this article, and the article it, it deals with the idea that um, space law, right, as it, as, it, as it is known is what they would consider as a final frontier. Okay. So, I'm going to try to stay with me here, right? Because I don't, I, you know, I'm, trust me, I, I have a, a great point, right? But um, there was a woman, and, and there's a lawsuit that was going on, and it happened in 2019, where she sued. <laughs> and I'll read it to you when we come back from break. But she sued. Um, her significant other because she said that her bank accounts were accessed from her significant other who was in space at the time, right? And I think the interesting thing here is that when we're talking about this, we we continuously will always go back to the idea of property, property rights, right? And space above your head as property and uh, your body is property, right? And how space law affects not just you in another sphere, but it affects you right here. Okay. All right, so we're going to get into this tonight. Um, you right here in the bottom line. i got a lot to drop to you tonight, so stay locked. We're going we're gonna to deal with some... Ooh, excuse me, we're going to deal with some issues tonight. All right. Call the numbers 347-989-0194. All right. And we'll be right back.
Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. All right, peace. We back. We back. We're right here on the bottom line. I'm your host, Joy Bounce. LB. Uh, I just, you know, I just added that love. Joy Bounce, love, L Bay, honor the family, you know, but um, uh, peace to the gods, man. We back. So tonight, we're talking about space, right? Space travel, trees, and things of that nature. But um, like I was saying before we went to break, one of the reasons why I brought this subject up tonight. Because I got to read an article, right? And and it brought up, you know, uh, we're always concerned about property. Whose property is this? Whose property is that, right? And I think that it's interesting because there was this, this um, and I'll, I'll read the article to you guys, but I thought that it was interesting because um, a lady was sued. She, uh, she sued her strange wife, right? Um, when her bank account <laughs> got hacked in space. So... And I'll read it to you, right? And we'll, we'll go into this. But officials with NASA reportedly uh, investigated an allegation, right, that an astronaut accessed the bank account of her estranged spouse from space, which may be the first allegation of a criminal uh, crime committed in space, right? So Anne McClain is an astronaut who's uh, once said to be part of NASA's first all-female space station. So allegedly, she accessed Summer, lady named Summer Warden's bank account while on a six-month mission aboard the International Space Station. So, according to a report from the New York Times, uh, the pair they were married in 2014. So they're they're same-sex couple. Now, Warden filed a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission, claiming that McLean had stole her identity, although she had no signs anyone had moved or used funds in the account. Right. Now, identity theft is an important thing when, when it comes to reporting that, right? You have to report shit like that. I, I myself have been a victim of that, and I had to report that shit, right? So I understand, um, you know, how frustrating it is. So I, I imagine that it had to be real frustrating for somebody who you know is pretending, you know, to steal your eyes or pretending to be you, they steal your identity, and you can't even touch them because they in space, right? So, or you can't even get, you can't even serve them with no papers and show up to court why? because they're in space. Now, Warden's parents uh, brought a separate complaint to NASA's office of the Inspector General that described a, a highly calculated and manipulative campaign that was designed to win custody of the couple's child. So, uh, Space Force, U.S. Space Command, right, um, right, basically said that there's unequivocally no truth to the claims, right? But point is, is that it happened, right? Um, this lady had to file identity theft, right? Now, the interesting thing here is that, right, if we if we're looking at the idea of space, right, this lady was miles above this lady's head on the space station, okay, whether we can we can argue about the firmament and all of that all day long, right? But let's look at the facts here, right? The fact is is that um, this lady was in what we would consider to be uh, an extraterrestrial setting, right? Uh, a, a setting within the celestial bodies, right? And so then the question arises was what well what law applies? Now, the reason why I'm talking about this is because there are a couple of things that are going on, right? And if you've ever heard 
of uh, I think it's called NFTs, right? And it's a it's a new thing where um, people are doing the baseball trading and the cards and all that online, right, with the blockchain. But another phenomenon that's happening is that people are acquiring uh, rights to uh, property <laughs> um, of what would be called digital property, right, or digital footprints. So if people go this far to acquire, um, you know, property digitally, right, um, of, uh, so, and I'll give you an example. Let's say that um, you have a gas station, right, and there's the guy who owns, there's Mike, right, and Mike owns the physical property of the gas station, okay, well, then you got Jim, and Jim comes along, and Jim says, well, you can own the physical property, but I'm going to own the virtual space that occupies your property because there's a virtual property there. And then somebody's going to say, well, what about the space above the property, right? Because they have these things where they say nobody can own air rights, right, up to a certain point. Now, I want you to think about um, aura, right? And according to spiritual belief, an aura or a human energy field is uh, some type of emanation that's said to in, enclose basically the human body, um, an animal, and, or any other object. Okay. Now, this means that it goes from literally the ground, it goes up, and then it goes up about seven layers above that because there essentially are seven layers to an aura. Okay. You have an etheric layer. You have an emotional layer. You have a mental layer. You have an astral layer. You have an etheric layer. You have the celestial causal layer. And then you have what's known as the spiritual layer. Now, each layer, right, represents an area of space and space-time, right? And what we would call the space-time continuum. So when I'm talking about things like trees, right, um, space trees, there are actual space trees that have been done, right, to to look at um, the idea of space-time, right, and the space above your head. Okay, some people call it aura, some people call it space. Okay, but as above, so below. Okay. Um, so it's really it's really important to understand that you know when a lot of you see a lot of these uh these so called um famous people, right? And um, you know you see them doing things, you know, and, and for instance I, I don't know if y'all seen this cat, uh that rapper, right? I forget what his name is, y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, the dude who did the country song. What's that? What's that guy's name? Matter of fact, I'm gonna give you his name right quick. Cause I I want to make a point here. All right, um, Lil Nas. Right. So look at Lil Nas. Right. And you look at what he's got going on. Right. He's, you know the demonic shit that's happening and the magic they're doing all that. Right. But I want you to understand that the space above this guy's head, essentially his aura. Right has been dominated, right? So they've lowered his aura, his vibration, right? So in spiritual 
um, scientific, what they call uh, persuado science, right, or um, a belief, right, or controlled experiments, they fuck with people's auras. So when this lady was in space and she was tapping into someone's bank account, you have to ask yourself, number one, why are you tapping into somebody's bank account and you're in space? Okay, that's the first thing. And then the second thing would be when we talk about aura, right? Seven layers above. At what point and you taking an identity? This was all, yeah, I understand. I was just talking about this with somebody, right? An aura or seven layers above somebody's head is their consciousness. Okay, your consciousness is there. So, like I said, I'll go back to it. An etheric layer. So let's let's start there, right? The etheric layer is the closest layer to your physical body, right? This is the layer that um, some therapist can see during treatment, right? This sits approximately two to four inches away from the physical body and can be seen as a faint gray violet mist, right? And then this layer is connected to your base chakra, okay? Then you got the emotional layer. Okay, and, and I want you to understand that if you don't master things like your emotions, when we're talking about property, right, you can easily become somebody else's property way past what we put on paper, right? So you can do all the UCCs you want, okay? So when I tell you that this is a spiritual thing, learning this information is spiritual. It will take you to a higher level. So when I'm talking about space, there's etheric space. Then there's the emotional space. Now, the emotional space, okay, sits directly outside the etheric body. This extends one to three inches from your body. So then this layer is connected to uh, what they call your sacral chakras, right? And these hold your emotions, your feelings, your sensitivity, joy, sorrow, love, hate, pain. All of that shit is in an emotional layer. Right of what we would call space, okay. So, so understand that when they're making treaties about outer space, okay, and and interterrestrial space, extraterrestrial space, so that's, they're talking about your human body, number one, right? It starts there, okay. Because believe me when I tell you that a lot of these people ain't never left this planet, okay. So what they're talking about is becoming your god by sitting above your head. Now, the third thing that we have to deal with here is the mental layer. So, then there's mental space. So, the mental space, right, is the layer that sits directly outside the emotional body. This extends three to eight inches from your physical body, right? And this layer is connected to your solar plex chakra. It contains all your mental thought, your mental process, uh, your rules, regulations, your judgment, your discipline, Right? And that's the yellow color, okay? So so when people are dealing with mental, uh, mental issues, right, and things of that nature, that is a mental layer of space that is being controlled on some aspect, okay? Then you go to the astral layer. So the astral layer is a layer that can extend about one foot away from you, right? This is the bridge uh, between your lower self, your lower vibrations, of your physical plane and then your higher self, your higher vibration of your physical plane, right? This is connected to your heart chakra, right? So this layer is represented by uh, what they call the rainbow colors, 
right? And that's the astral layer. So when you see a rainbow outside, right, what you really seeing on a on a on a macro level after it rains and you see a rainbow, right? What you seeing technically right is is the earth chakra or I should say the chakra uh, or, or the aura of the space above you. Right? Because remember, you, you're on a living, breathing entity that we call Earth. Okay? Then you have this etheric template. Right? And it's etheric layer. It's etheric space. Okay? Or, or what we call ethers. Ether 9. Okay? And and if you know, you know, and I, I you know, ether, obviously Nas rapped about ether, right? But ether is one of the strongest, technically, substances. Um, you know, the seen, the unseen. It's it's on uh, what we consider a gas. It's a it's a it's a colorless uh, liquid, right? Ethers are um, organic compounds, if you will, right? They're classes of uh, oxygen atoms, things like that. Now, y'all need to check out that book. Um, that I told you about a while back, right? And it's, it's called the Isis thesis. Um, and it breaks that down. Uh, you know, and it's, a, it's a pretty incredible breakdown when you think about this, right? So then we go on to the next level, right? Um, of ether in the etheric realm and etheric space. So this layer extends about two feet from your body. So this is where it connects your throat chakra, right? The layer that represents uh, the blueprint of your physical body, right? And it looks a lot like um, a negative photograph, if you've ever seen a negative photograph, right? So the etheric space, right, also has a realm. So you always have to be cognizant that you're dealing with etheric layers, emotional layers, mental layers, astral layers, and then you get to etheric layers. See, we, we are walking spaceships, right? So when they're talking about conquering space, okay, they have to first conquer you and your body and learn that space because there are literally um, etheric celestial bodies above us, right? But as above, so below. So right above you are etheric templates, okay? Um, and, you know, this is this is a celestial thing, which then moves us to the celestial layer that we are essentially operating on. So the celestial layer is a layer that extends uh, up to two to two and a half feet from your physical body, right? So this connects your third eye chakra. This is where your spiritual connection starts. This is where your enlightenment begins. This is um, when you get into things like your path to enlightenment, acceptance, right? Things of that nature, um, the good versus evil, right? The natural thoughts versus the unnatural thoughts, right? This is a celestial layer. So we have to really dig deep into that, right? Because now we're talking about um, the idea of, and, and I want you to think about the story I just told you about the lady whose identity got hacked from the astronaut, supposedly, right? When the astronaut was above her head. So they're saying, well, how could she have hacked her and stolen her identity, Right? If she was not on Earth, well, if she wasn't on Earth 
and she was in space, where exactly was she in space? How exactly did she access this lady's accounts? Right? So understand that it, it is a oral thing that we're talking about. It's a controlled experiment. Right? And if you know anything about controlled experiments, it's to produce a carry um, result, right? To validate a hypothesis. But now, if you've ever seen Stargate, right? And this, this Stargate breaks what I'm saying down very beautifully. Stargate, and we'll look at Stargate, uh, not SG-1, but Stargate Universe. You'll see in Stargate Universe where one of the things that they were doing in Stargate Universe was they were projecting themselves, right? Um, through, and, and so what they, they, what they did was they used the spaceship. It says, okay, you got soldiers on the spaceship in the TV show, and then you got soldiers down on the ground. And because there were so many light years, right, or ethereal years away from reality and the planet as we know it, right, they would essentially tap into consciousness. Okay, so consciousness goes back to what? The mental layer and the emotional layer. And then in order to tap into consciousness, you have to go through an etheric layer. And all of this is dealing with space and what else? Time. A conceptualization. Okay. Um, and so what they would do in, in the TV show is, you know, they had to have a meeting. And these people couldn't make the meeting because they were 10 million light years away. They would use these stones, right? And through the stones... Um, they would essentially channel into another uh, another person's body, and then they could see through their eyes. Okay, it's very deep science. And if you've ever looked at um, there's something called walking, right? And walking is a phenomena where people essentially um, practice certain forms of magic, and they can walk in and step into other people's bodies and take their shit over. Right, and when they take their body over, what they're doing is, is um, it's like invasion of the body snatchers. If you've ever seen that movie, right? But it's it's the sense where hey, they say, well, you don't really, you know, your spirit is or, or your soul is ours. We own you. So because we own your shit, we can use your consciousness, and we can tap into your etheric layer, your emotional layer, your mental layer, your astral layer, your etheric layer, and we're tapping into the space above your head. Right, space time to steal your identity. This is that's real identity theft. Okay, so identity. And this is we're gonna talk about this shit tonight. Is because it goes beyond. Um, and this goes beyond the UCC, ladies and gentlemen. This this deals with your soul. It deals with your spirit. It deals with who you are at the core when they're making space treaties. Right now, don't get me wrong. Right, there there is some form of space travel going on. Right, and only people who supposedly can leave this planet are supposedly are melanated people. Right, um, I have not seen the facts on that, so I, I can't validate that. But what I can tell you is this: is that those who 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 work in that realm. Okay, they deal with spirituality really heavy, right? So this takes us to the last layer when we talk about the seven layers, which deals with what? It deals with the spiritual side, right? So space is spiritual, right? 
people like to look up to the heavens and they like they think that that's where God is. Or we look up to the stars and, and you look at um, Khufu, Kafre, Mente Are, right? Which are which are which is the the Orion Belt, right? And you you look at this and you say, okay, well that's where um, that's where God is, right? Or the house of God, right? So when we look at the spiritual layer, this layer extends three feet from you. And this is connected to what? Your crown chakra. So this goes what to your what? Your Christ consciousness. Okay. Protecting all of the other layers. And this is the layer that's supposed to vibrate at the highest frequency. And it's often uh, looked at as like a brilliant white or gold light. So it's a high vibrational frequency. It's a frequency that if you operate on the frequency, you're supposed to be operating from a position of uh, quote-unquote being God, right, or, or your godhood, right? So, um, and I'm going to, if you if y'all want a copy of, um, I've got a couple of the, the space treaties, and I'll, I'll just uh, briefly go through them tonight. Um, but there's some good books that you can get on this topic, right, that would help a lot of people. Um, there's, there's one in particular called uh, American Space Law, right? And then there's International Space Law, and then there's a book called Celestial Space Law. Right, so there's a numerous amounts of, of information that you can dig into uh, on this particular topic, right? So when, we, when we're talking about space law, one of the things that is important is to understand that there is the development of domestic or what they call municipal space law, right? And this is interesting. This is an interesting topic, right? Because what they've done is they have essentially militarized space, okay? So when, when you can get into a realm where you can militarize space, right, what, what do you have to ask yourself, well, well, what's really happening with the militarization of space? Well, I'll tell you what's really happening, right? When, when space is militarized, okay, um, it, it, it is not all militarized. They can't control everything in space, but they can control, um, you know, they can control the space above your head. So think about, um, your airspace, right? When you're flying from country to country, right? Who who really controls that space? When you get above the ocean, who's really controlling the space above the ocean? Um, so these, I mean, these are just things for, for you to think about, right? But I want you to think about property, okay? When we're talking about this tonight, because property, right, extends to your aura. It extends to the space above your head. So there's a document that I have. Um, and, and it deals a great deal with extraterrestrial, celestial bodies, things of that nature. Okay, um, and so I'm gonna give you a couple of things here out of this book, right? And it goes to what they call the SETI principle, right? And um, SETI principles are, are, are guiding formats for space exploration, right? So um, if you, you know, and it's spelled S-E-T-I, right? So if you you ever seen that guy Sarasuti SETI? You understand now why he calls himself SETI, right? Because it deals with the principles of space, right? It deals with comedic, uh, hermetic principles of space, right? And so, um, the, the the suggested guidelines in the SETI principle deal with the following things: it deals with um, cause no harm for planet Earth, right? Um, the life forms on Earth, or its uh, divisive ecosystem. Now. Understand that 
you are part of the ecosystem, right? So when we talk about space and the making things like space principles, you are always going to be studied, number one, and then included in the principles of space and space-time, okay? So then you also have uh, respect, right? And respect and do not substantively or irreparably alter an extraterrestrial or interterrestrial or a celestial ecosystem, right? Because when, when this is done, it's, it is thought to disrupt the peaceful balance right, or the harmony in which we reside on both this planet and any other planet or, or bodies or things within the solar system, right? Okay, so really, really, really crucial, right? So, because they say what? Space is the final frontier. So then I want you to think about this. If space is the final frontier, what is it truly the final frontier of, right? Because we already can fly planes. So space is truly the final frontier of what? It's your body. It's, It's your mind. It's your soul. Right? It's your aura. It's the space above your head. So when I talk about, and always remember that the earth has seven auras, seven layers, right? It's a, it's a really important, uh, important number to remember, right? But when we talk about those layers, right, understand that keeping peace, right, and respect is really important when we're talking about the steady principle. So then... It deals with uh, observance, right, or good conscience, or what they call good science, okay? So basically, it ensures, the SETI principle ensures the participation of all what they call humankind, okay, in the discovery of extraterrestrial life. So understand that you have the right to discover the space above your head. And I'm talking on multi-levels here, right? Because a motherfucker will tell you that you're free and you thinking that you're free because you did nationality in the UCC and then you come to find out that the motherfucker owns the air rights or the digital rights above your head. Or the virtual rights above your head. Because I know video guys. This is your God principle. See, the motherfucker says, well, okay, you can own your body. But we're going to own the aura or the etheric realm above your body, right? We're going to own who you are. We're going to own the ether that you are, the compounds that you're made of, okay? <clears throat> I mean, it's, this is this shit I'm, talk, I'm talking about tonight. You know, it may go over your head, and that's okay. You may have to take some time and really digest this, right? But... Think about infrared, right? When you when you um, take infrared of somebody, right? It gives you an aura-like image of them, right? The human body, right? <clears throat> when you see aura, like I said, it represents seven layers. So, you know, even like think about your circle seven Quran for my Moors and my Muslims, right? So seven is an important number because you are the spinning wheel that Elijah Muhammad was talking about. Okay. Now, um, when we talk about space law, right? Space law is the the body of law that governs all space-related activities. 
so it encompasses both domestic, international, okay, um, and extranational, if you want to call it that, right, for lack of a better word. But it, it basically, space law deals with principles and rules. It deals with parameters of space law, including space exploration. So the liability for damages, uh, them to use weapons. Right? environmental preservation, it deals with ethics, it deals with um, all fields of law, intellectual property, it deals with administrative law, it deals with uh, 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 arms control, it deals with insurance law, it deals with environmental law, it deals with criminal law, it deals with commercial law. You see, so when we're talking about insurance law and intellectual property, listen, and I've always said this, and you know, if y'all listen to me, y'all know you know, that I, I'm steadfast on this. You cannot control what somebody else does. Right? You, you cannot control the space above their head. Right? And think that, you know, it makes you God. You you have to control your own space above your head. Right? So, space law. This is not a shorter shot or not. I don't know why. Um, anyway, space law, right, is... The body of law governing space-related activity, right? And so, when we talk about the treaties, and, and there's a, a few international treaties, right? So you have the ISS agreement, right, which deals with um, it, it deals with principles on international space stations and how they can set up space stations and things like that. And I want you to understand that one of the things that they're studying way above your head is your auras. They're studying the space above your head, right? So uh, on the blockchain, right, in the crypto world, like I told you, um, they, they got this thing where they're selling virtual space now, virtual property, okay? They're already, they're already trading niggas like, like baseball cards, right, online. All right, that's one thing that's happening. So what makes you think that they're not trading people's auras or, or your, your spirit that resides above your head, okay? So remember, there's interterrestrial Right, there's extraterrestrial, okay, and there's something that's called um, the extraterrestrial exposure law. This is done under 14 uh, Code of Federal Regulations, one uh, was it 1211, okay, and it deals with basically um, it's, a, it's the, the popularization, right, of of making things known. So in 1969, it dealt with uh, policy and responsibility and authority, right. To, to guard Earth against harmful contamination, right? Resulting from, uh, uh, you know, basically anything that could happen to celestial bodies. So when we're talking about celestial bodies, not only are they talking about the planets that you can see and the star systems and all of that, but they're also talking about you and your body, right? And so they deal with things like quarantine. So you understand why? It's one of the reasons why, you know, the coronavirus. Corona means the sun. Right? So, you know, and this is why you hear about Bill Gates wanting to block out the sun because they're talking about what? They're talking about your physical being as a celestial force. Okay? I mean, this is this is, this is is deep shit that we're talking about, right? And, and it's not, it's not known to a lot of people, right? Most people will... We'll look at the information and say that 
it's so beyond when I'm when I'm making it. But it's not, right? Because remember, the universe is all the contents. Just with planets, stars, galaxies, space, space, time, right? And all of these things. So when we talk about a final frontier, we are literally dealing with your body. Okay. Now, um, when we talk about, you know, astrology and things like that, we have to look at uh, aboriginals, right? And, and who were some of the first people to, to found the principles of space, right? Your ancestors and the Egyptians, right? They, they knew long before um, what type of planet we were on, right? And what this planet was about, right? And this is why you see um, a lot of these things uh, in the Egyptian scripts. And this is why it's important to read the book, The Isis Thesis, because they talk about the Einstein Rosenbridge and and your connection to a parallel universe or a parallel self, right? Or um, the atomics, and I think the, the atomics or the atoms above your head, right? For space and time. Now, um, when we talk about astronomical things, right? A lot of uh, Aboriginal peoples were the first ones who connected the sun, the moon, the planets, the Milky Way, right? And through, through mythology and religion, they were able to show you through stories that what you see above you in the sky is exactly what's going on within you, right? So, the, and think about the planet. The planet is just a reflection of itself. So when you look into the sky, you're looking at a reflection of the planet, itself as above so below okay you're looking at a reflection of the universe constellations uh, dark nebulas right all of these different things right so you, the Pleiades right the Palladians um, and if you want more on that go check out um, what's his name um, you can go check out the brother uh, Devil Blair right he spoke large amounts on this okay now i know y'all probably um you know and a lot of people a lot, a lot of people probably think that this information is irrelevant but i assure you that it's not especially when you start talking about doing your processes your uccs your non-uccs your trust because are you because the question that rises right and, and i've got a lot of information so this will be a, a, a two-week topic but um Tonight is more of, of the esoteric side of it because you, I want you to ask yourself when you're doing your processes, are you securing the freedoms above your head? Are you are you actually securing what we would consider to be your aura, your your extraterrestrial, your terrestrial, your celestial, the layers that make up who you are, right? Because remember, space is a three dimensional thing. Right, we live in the third dimension, moving to the fifth pretty fast. Okay, all right, I'm gonna take some calls. I'm gonna open up the call line because I got a lot of um, I got a lot of information, and, and there's, there's there's not enough time to, keep, to continue dropping information. So I'm gonna open up the call lines. So if y'all want to holler at me, this would be a good time to press one and get in and kick it with me. Let's go to 404 You're on the line. Peace to the God and you had to pick me first. What's up? 
Peace, God. What's going on? Shit, man. I, I like what's going on. You know, I came in a little late. I came in around the 820 mark. You know what I'm saying? But that's okay. what you're talking about, that's real deep. And people don't realize a lot of that shit. You know, a lot of that shit going over people's heads. <laughs> that's probably why the call lines is, is ain't that many people on tonight either. <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking about Yeah, but this is something they have to definitely take into consideration. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah, like, when you're is. talking about who owns the space above the ocean and all this, you hear them talking all the time about you are now entering United States airspace. Exactly. 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 So, so it would only stand a reason to ask who owns the space directly above your head. And we call... Uh, the aura, right? That, right. that extends, uh, you know, and, and then and then you think about this, right? If they hanging out there on the space station way above your head, are they not saying that in, the, in one way or another they're controlling your aura? They're controlling who you are? They're controlling, you know, it's a control thing. Yeah, it, it's beyond a control thing because they're uh, actually introducing certain agents and chemicals into that particular area. Yeah, exactly, to affect your whole aura. Right. So now, now you see you got this other clown, this character, who wants to uh, block out yeah. the sun. Yep, yep, yep. So, Bill Gates, he wants to block out the sun. Yeah, actually, so why would you want to block out the sun? If, if, if well, because the sun, think about the coronavirus, right? That's a coronavirus. Correct. It's blocking the corona rays. Blocking the that, corona that's why, rays. Or the crown shock is opening up. Correct. That's why it's called the coronavirus. They that's talk right. about the corona from the sun. And that's they right. know that you get vitamin D and vitamin D helps you and it keeps your immune system doing this and that. So now you wear the mask, it breaks down and, you know, blah, blah, blah. All that. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's all you right. got to do is walk exactly. through the door and see what it is. But, you know, back to the the air thing and how you was breaking it down, you got to look at the word atmosphere. Atmosphere, yep. The sphere. You see what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> it's the surrounding thing. Atmos is also like atoms. Correct. You know. That's it. It's the space and, and, in between. And, 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 yeah, exactly. It deals with the atoms above your head, the space above your head. That's why I don't know if you I don't know if you if you watched the Judy K. King lecture, the lady who wrote the ISIS people, but that was like one of the powerful things. It, it, she decoded that, you know. Yeah, it, it's very important because you, you got to realize that you are the micro of that macro. That macro would That's be right. what most people call the most high and all that, who is, you know, you know, some people say El Kalum and all that type of stuff, right? That's the all. Yep, that's right. So you are the that's micro right. of that. This is why it's taught right. in the Bible, and that was just that particular book, where it says you can do all things that I can do, but even greater things. You see oh, what I'm saying? That's, so that's you where are, they get that whole Father, Son, Holy Spirit thing. Right. One. It's one. The oneness. You know, the Trinity must be complete. You see what I'm saying? Which is mind, body, soul, or however you want to look at it. So what's going on when you deal with the atmosphere, 
you're looking at it with the it's the space. I don't like using the term time because they like to teach you that time is linear. Yeah, and exactly, not, and it's, and it's going not. What they try to make it three dimensional. See what I'm saying? They tell you right. time is three a three dimensional thing, but time time goes past seven dimensions. Right. Well, right? the only way it so, is past that. Oh, go ahead. Go, I mean, no, 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 you're good. No, you're good. I was just going to say, I mean, can you think about the sun god, right? And I'll, I'll mm-hmm. read, I'm going to read, I'm going to read something for you real quick, right? And this is out of the book, I Jesus, and it talks about the sun god and the halo um, behind, behind the, uh, the head. This is just the sun god right. wearing a disc on his head now reflects the name of a fool or the flesh. So it seems that this right. is the ingredient necessary to initiate unidirectional rolling circle replications, right? So it talks about mm. the sun god is journeying on the path of the circle of Osiris, right, thanks to the words of power uh, from Isis or what they call lactose energy mediums, right? So it says that we are in a hall of Osiris and are advancing uh, on the way against Apophis. As discussed earlier, one way representing the balance or the genome Okay, mm-hmm. uh, of the things above your head. You see, so I mean, this is right. the seven layers we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because it, it all plays into the factor. It's, it's like when you was talking about that thing with uh, what you said it was Star Trek and Star Stargate mm-hmm. and all that. Now, mm-hmm. if you realize it, you go back to the movie uh. X-Men Days of Future Past, where they took yep. Wolverine and put him back. He didn't go through a yep. time machine. That's why I call it exactly. mind trap. That's what it is. Thank you. The that's exactly thing. what it is, bro. Ain't that, the see, that's the crazy thing. part. Right, but they have to realize the only thing that breaks the fabric of time is the mind. Is the mind? Yep, exactly. Because because there is no there is no past, there is no future. There's technically only right now. But then That's it. you now you get now. you get what they call bending space time with that whole Einstein Rosenberg. And so when you bend uh-huh. space time, essentially you you are stepping into a multi dimensional form of yourself, or what they would consider to be uh, the parallel universe. Universe, correct. That's why the Matrix told you that. Where it was like, no, you keep trying to bend the spoon. <laughs> bend your mind. That's what it was. Bend your mind. Bend your mind. Exactly. This way, when it's time to fight, you won't have to. Why? Because you already fought yourself. You already fought past the seven layers of your own divinity. Right, right. Yeah, and you, you know. You, and, then, and then you came to your Christ consciousness. Correct. That, that do you is remember, correct? Do, do, do okay. you remember in the very last Matrix what happened to Neo? Yeah, well, he uh, he went into the machine, right? And he uh, yeah, but remember, he, was like a he became machine. light. That's yeah. right, he became a vibe. But remember, he 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 became filled with so much light that it couldn't hold him no more, and so he became one with everything. Right. Yeah. That's the same thing like the movie with Scarlett Johansson. Which you one? know what I'm saying? Remember the movie where she was uh, 
like the computer chick or whatever with Morgan Freeman, Scarlett Johansson, Lucy. That's the name of it. Lucy. Oh, Lucy, yeah. Exactly. And she went back to it's evolution exactly like and that. everything and the monkey, all that. You know, but that, that ain't got nothing mm-hmm. to do with us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? saying? So, you know what I'm saying? That's what it, it, no, don't. We have the monkey. It, it, see, see, <clears throat> I was talking earlier. I don't know if you came in, but I, I went earlier into the seven layers of the aura, right? Etheric, emotional, mm-hmm. mental, astral, etheric, um, or the etheric template. You had celestial or causal layers, and you had your spiritual layers. And all of these technically deal with space, right? And so when yeah. I'm talking about space law, right, we're talking about universal law. We're also talking about um, the law above your head, which is seven laws, right? Mastering mm-hmm. yourself. And so once you master yourself, you master those seven laws, then you can move forward into the light. Yeah, beyond all those other uh, forms, you know what I'm saying? Even though we yeah, call it the that's right. It's like you got the stratosphere, the hemisphere, well, no, yeah, and all that. Because the ethers, the ethers gas, so you got to go past that's the gas this. level. You know, so right. then the question arises: Well. If, if we're talking about space and, and and you master the level of ether, which is the gas level of yourself, what's the what's the next level? Which is what well, that's that's celestial level. That's where you master other bodies, and that's where I start talking about the walking theory, where these people have they've they've studied this magic of the self for so long. They now know how to step into other people's consciousness. Right. Now, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I meant to touch on that. You know, I was thinking about what I was going to say if you fucking picked me up. And now that you reminded me of that, you, you got to remember that. We, we talk about walk-in spirits and all that type of shit, right? That's right. We're dealing with space. You know what I'm saying? Who's occupying that space? Because right now, right. you are particularly a soul who's controlling this particular vehicle. Cause like That's you said, right. You know, it's a spaceship. You're controlling this particular right. vehicle. That's, That's right. Around. So now anybody's able to, uh, what, Shanghai that ship. And that would mean other entities. They can come in and, and steal you, your fucking ship. That's why right. it's so important People, people who are... Who are like doing drugs and shit like that? You gotta be real careful because you open yourself up, right? To, um, to 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 being taken over and controlled, right? Right. That shit, you know, crazy. People don't see it like that. It's not necessarily just the people that's doing drugs. It's also people that put toxins into their body by way of food that's right. going through. That's right. System. Yeah. Because oh, food definitely does that. Food is a drug, though, right? Food's masquerading as drugs. Oh, excuse it's, me, it's, drugs it's masquerading as food. Right. Because the sugars, the salts, and all that, it causes a certain type yeah. of parasite to form within the meat. That's right. Well, that's why they got the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. The food is the drug. Parasite. <laughs> right. But they're the ones who allow in certain type of shit. To be in there, it was like, okay, that's enough motherfucking demons poisoning this nigga. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That's, that's what they were yep. doing with it. Because when See, you look let me at read the, this. Uh, to, 
Look, I'm, I'm going to read this real quick, right? It says that, you know, you, you can continue your point here. It says that the walk-in is the belief that maintains that it's possible for the original soul of a human to leave a person's body and for another soul to walk in. Right? It says that souls are said to walk in during a period of intense personal problems on the part of a departing soul or doing or because of an accident or trauma. It says that some walk-ins describe the entry as occurring based on prior agreement with the previous soul was complete. The walk-in being an individual that retains the memories of the original personality but, then, but does not have the emotions associated with the memories. So as they integrate, they bring in their own mental, emotional, spiritual consciousness, and then they evolve to resonate with the purposes and the intentions. So incarnating into a fully grown body allows a walk-in to engage in embodiment without having to go through two decades of maturation that humans need to reach adulthood. It says that a walk-in soul does not experience the conditioning of childhood that has a different relationship to life because they were never born. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's some deep shit. That's real shit because what you're saying is it's not only that you have to worry about other entities, you have to worry about entities that came here that didn't experience the things that you did as a child. So when you look at babies that happen to be stillborn, and these are still energy that's still, it didn't get to do what it was supposed to do here. And people don't realize you chose this. When you when you uh, came into existence, yep. you chose to yep. come back that's here. That's a fact. That's a fact. You don't remember it. Yeah, you don't remember it. Why? Because, because those seven layers are undeveloped. The seven layers of space. Uh-huh. Right, and that's why that's why it, they say, oh, that's this is the final frontier. The final frontier is the master space. It's the master of the space above your head. It's the master of your spirit and your soul. Right, right, right. And it's also the uh, when you look at uh, how generation after generation that physical etheric cord was cut, which was the umbilical cord and all that. You see what I'm saying? Because everything was on a different level that was given to that child. You feel what I'm saying? You can't take it if if the baby is inside the womb, this baby came from a specific process to get to that fetal point. You dig what I'm saying? So it's different energy yep. and all that that this baby is being manufactured at. This goes into simulated oh, universe, all that shit. You know what I mean? You have know you, what I'm saying? Have you ever had an experience? You ever had an experience right when you talk to somebody that you've known forever and they can't remember certain events? That, that that happened with y'all, or or they you know like like they just like they, they don't have any recall, right? Yeah, all the time. Like I've talked to people. Yeah, I've talked to people before, right? And like, I, and it happened to me recently where I had been talking to some people, and they just couldn't like like things that you would know that they would remember they didn't remember, and they, and they acted like completely new people, like you know it was weird. And it, that's how I got into the whole phenomenon learning about the walking shit, right? And then it hit me. I said, okay, what's happening? A lot of our people have lost their own consciousness, right? 
um, through the, the yeah, somebody else took it through the lowering of their, they lowered their vibration so low, something else was able to jump in. This is like when you see somebody out there on the street and they, they drugged out, or, or, you, or you see somebody that's sick in the hospital bed, and, and they, they don't seem to be themselves, another entity just jumped in, and is now mastering their space through, through what? Right. The subconscious, through the ethereal layers, right? And that's why I brought up mm-hmm. the whole idea of, putting, of doing treaties, you know, space treaties, because the space treaties that they've done, those are real treaties, but they're not just about the space that, that we look up and see in the sky. They're about the space above your head. That's why they call it domestic space. Right. Well, you know, when you look at that and you talk about walking spirits, it's not just one entity. It's multiple motherfuckers because when your vibration gets so low, mm-hmm. that's why you have mm-hmm. certain people where a house would have so much negative energy. You got these mm-hmm. type of entities that's just hanging over the door where all this type of shit. Exactly. And these that's motherfuckers, right. they call drop-ins. They're not just walk-ins. Drop-ins, that that's right. Hang over, you know, the doorway. Where you walk in and they drop in. Mm-hmm. The only way to enter is through the crown chakra. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because That's your right. energy, That's your right. level is so low. Because your, your, uh, your uh, what you call it? Your energetic magnetic sphere, sphere is coming from the crown chakra and, you know, going outwards and in through your feet. You see what I'm saying? That's what's... Producing all that. Yep. That's why. Yep. Because remember, remember, that's where it starts at the base. Because the, the, the very right. first layer is the etheric layer, and it deals with the physical body, right? It, it deals with the, the base chakra. So, so Correct. it's got to come in at your feet, and then, and then, or so you either got entities that come in through the feet, or they come in through the spiritual layer, which is the crown chakra. Right, right. Now, if you notice how that would look on how it sprouts that field out, it, it resembles a vagina. You dig what I'm saying? Because you're still in the womb. That's right. That's you know what right. I mean? This is why the That's why what is this trying, is the womb, right? Right. Matrix. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. It is, it is a matrix. Womb. Man, it's, it's deep. The womb is yep, matrix. So, when, when you look at all that, that energy is sprouting out of the crown chakra. So you have drop-ins, you have walk-ins, and like you said, people who right. are addicted to drugs bad, they're in what? A particular space. Space. Now, now, here's something that's interesting, right? They say that by a certain, a certain kind, people will be able to go into space, right? And they say that, that people can space travel, right? And, uh, and I got to thinking to myself, I says, you know, Obviously, we always have to look at this on a two-pronged level, right? This is what they show you on TV where, you know, there's a spaceship in space, right? You think about people traveling to space. But then we also have to think about, like I said, the space above your head. So if there's what they call, uh, they, call it, they call it space jurisdiction, right? So space jurisdiction right. is essentially uh, a field addressing uh, the laws in space and space tourism. So then you have to ask yourself, okay, well, if we know about drop-ins and walk-ins, right, what is space tourism? Does that mean that people, they master? Uh, there's, a, there's a movie. It, it, this might break it down, right? There's a movie called Being John Malkovich, right? And right, it's right, an older right. movie, right? I don't know if you remember that. Right? No. In the movie, right. 
people would pay, right? They would essentially pay in the movies to look through the eyes of John Malkovich, right? So mm -hmm. the, the whole idea of space tourism meant that people could drop down, they could look through your eyes, they could be you, essentially the same thing I'm talking about with Stargate, they could look through you, they, they could do everything that you would do. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, so yeah. the tourism of space ain't just that somebody hopping in a ship. It is somebody hopping in the ship. The ship is your body. The, and, and, Correct. And, 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 they've, and they've managed to, to be able to control that shit through your crown chakra or the Christ chakra. Yeah, the Christ. The Christ. Oh, the Christ, right. exactly. I mean, this is this now, is a really deep science that we're talking about. No, but the crazy part is people can't see that. What they see is just Correct. this normal everyday bullshit, and they water Correct. the real shit down with science fiction and horror Correct. movies. When we talk about Correct. the vampire, all you think the first thing you think is a horror movie, a nigga that gets stabbed in the heart and all this type of shit. When in reality, mm -mm. in reality. The vampirism is the parasite. Yes, it is. You see what I'm saying? That's right. But they That's water right. it down That's with right. the graphics of Hollywood. It's the same, no pun intended, but it's the same thing with when we're talking about this right here, right? Because they already working on shit where they talking about being able to transfer your consciousness into a fucking machine. Yeah, now, now, now check this out, right? Because we talk about the seven... Uh, the seven layers of, the, of of uh of your body, right? But are there are there not are you know, there's seven layers to your aura, but there's also seven holes in your head. Right? Two eyes, mm -hmm. one, two, two nostrils, that's three, four. You got two ears, yeah. five, six, and then you have your mouth which makes seven. Right. Right. That's and, your head. and that Correct. makes up that makes up that makes up the crowd. That's the dome. The king dome. Right. Go ahead. The, the king dome. Yeah. Yeah, man. So so when we talk about space jurisdiction and, and space exploration, right, they really are talking about exploring the seven layers above your head and then beyond that, which extends into because we we already know that they conquered the space uh, the the, the so-called airplanes fly in, but they've never conquered the space fully that makes your Christ consciousness happen. That's why they block out the sun with the corona, right? The coronavirus, and you see them spraying chemtrails, and then you see shit like Bill Gates want to block out the sun. They want to control your Christ consciousness. They want to right, own right. that. And they got to the point now, they say, fuck it, you can own your physical body. We're going to own your soul. We're going to own your spirit. But that. That's, that's, that's what they're doing. You know, that's what they whenever, whenever, that's the next level. Whenever they say, right, but whatever they say beyond, remember that's inward. You dig? Because it, it's like again? that movie. Whenever they say beyond, they really talk about inward. Beyond, yeah, yes they are. Yes, yes they are. Beyond that's the, the final frontier. Come on, the final final frontier. That's why. John Luke Picard, like I said earlier, they asked him, what's your money? He says, we don't have money. Our, our currency is the man's worth. It's his mind. Correct. Right? 
that's the currency yeah. because your mind is new currency. This is why we in they go they tell you we're going from a three D to a five D. You're going from three dimensional auras to five dimensional auras, which means you go up now to twenty one layers. Right, right. Because when you when you fully complete that pyramid and put that capstone on, that's the twenty one two plus one is three. Come on, man. Yep. Yeah, it's the that's military, right. the hypothalamus, and the pineal gland. That's that that's sacred right. triangle. That's the. Uh, that's right. That's the, what you call it. It's the stone that the builders reject. That's right. That's the trine. Correct. See, so that's what they got the father, the son, the Holy Spirit, all of that stuff. They, that's they, that they push on you on religion, right? That's what I so They hide a lot right. of shit from us, man. You know, and they don't like what I'm saying tonight. I'm talking about tonight. It's gonna go over a lot of people's heads because it's such powerful stuff. But this is why, you know, and you and I had talked about um, things. Oh yeah, Frankenstein, Dracula. Somebody mm-hmm. talked about this, but yeah, listen, man. I, I was just talking to a guy earlier who was talking about Dracula, right? And and they killed Dracula, or, or or there was original story of, of of Dracula where where they, they killed Dracula's woman, right? Because mm-hmm. she was a harlot or whatever, right? And they basically said um, that you know Dracula had lost his mind, right? Um, or he yeah. was losing his mind. So the, so the church stepped in, and the church the church says, look, he's losing his mind. Let's get rid of the woman, right? And he loved the woman. Right, but in order to save him from himself, they had to kill the woman. That's what they were trying to say, right? Right. So, so what we're talking about here is, is they even put the story, and they really were talking about himself, right? So you're saving this guy from himself, right? And so the church has to step in because he's getting ready to lose his own shit. So the church steps in mm-hmm. to save him from himself, from a woman that is essentially uh, bad for him. Now, isn't it, if that ain't the story of, of most men I know? Right? Yeah, not only that, that's the story of Jack the Ripper. You know what I mean? Yep. Because that's what yep. happened. Uh, the nephew of the queen went out, slept with a prostitute. The prostitute got pregnant. And that child would be heir to the throne. So they did a lobotomy. Right. That's right. the prostitute. But the child was born, you know what I'm saying? But the child, is, they don't know nothing about being there. You know what I mean? The child no, was born. Nothing about it. <laughs> uh, uh, a star was born. <laughs> right. I, I made a mistake. Listen, they didn't that, do a little on the uh, prostitute. They did that on the prince. And they put that motherfucker oh, yep. inside of a castle. They Remember back then, they yep. used to encage you in the castle and shit. Yep. I don't know if people know yep. about Madame Vaporous. They still do. They still do that shit. They still doing it to this day. Let me tell you that. I know that for a fact. <laughs> Why? Because I, I lived it. I lived it. Right. It was that was that was the reality I lived, and I was next to the church. Right. Okay. So right. the church says, "Well, well, he's losing. He, he's he's getting his Christ consciousness. He's losing his mind. We have to save him from himself." I live right. You know, it's and it's such a. It, it, if you don't see it, that's, and, and this is why I think it's it's really uh, valid for us to have this conversation tonight. Because if you don't see uh, the energy field and the aura, right, as 
top of you is your wish. That right leg that rests above your head. You can you can be physically free all you want, but you're not spiritually free. You're not celestially free. You're not mentally free. Motherfucker still owns you. You know, the question was asked to me, who 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 owns your soul? You know? Do you right. own your soul or is there another entity on your soul? And, you know, that, that's where we get into the uh, thing where we talk about conspiracy again. You know what I'm saying? Because you mentioned it first when you talk about, like, Correct. alcohol. And all. Now, we know that alcohol comes from what? Algoo or alcohol. You know what I mean? And what is that? Mm-hmm. That's a body-eating spirit. You feel me? That's right. But now, that's one right. thing you got to do is you got two gems in Islam, right? That's where you yep. kiss on the left and on the right. You dig what I'm saying? Yep. But the, the thing is, are you making your genes submit to you, or are you submitting to your genes? Because one That's represents right. good, one represents the bad. That's why they come with the little cartoon with the little angel on one shoulder, devil on the other one. Devil on the other, exactly, and and, and that's that's the whole duality right there, right? Or they say the the dark versus the light. Correct. It's balance, yeah. right? So. Now, what's negative, you must take and see that positive gene. This is my interpretation. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying this for everybody. Mm-hmm. What's negative, you give that to your positive gene, and he's going to make something great again. Yep. Yep. See, and what see, they have this thing, right? Go ahead. Well, well, this is true. It's negative and positive. So now we're going back to DNA, right? So they have this thing. Uh, in this treaty that I was reading, right, for space, and they, and one of the things that they brought up was the idea of contact, right, um, with, with 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 extraterrestrial beings, right. And the more I got to reading it, 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 it really sounded more like they were just because they were talking about um, some type of scientific theory, but they were really talking about dealing with people, right. And then they used the word interalia. Right, mm-hmm. that's damn. That's interesting. That's a legal time, right? Um, right. And if you, you know, you know, obviously, if you know anything about that, it's obvious. It talks about um, amongst other things, and it deals with you know, it's, it's Latin, right? And it's a phrase that you find in pleadings, right? Which which, which basically talks about um, out of main possibilities, right? Or, right. Or or uh, an action that's been passed. So when we talk about inter alia, right? Because like so all this shit goes back to law. So when we talk about space, we talk about law here, right? So when they talk about inter alia, they say, well, space has to be regarded um, as the common heritage of all humankind, and not as a mere appendage, right? Or something that's attached to something. But then they say space must remain in the service of all mankind. Then they say that space can be regarded as a scientific territory. And then they say that freedom of access to space must be assured, quite a part of access to uh, outer space. So the question of access to space uh, um, basically is is uh, something that shouldn't be questioned. So they, then they say to the extent that space is seen as the shared heritage of humankind. So then I got to thinking, I says, okay, well, if they're talking about inter-alia and the shared heritage, what they really end up with, they're talking about possibility. They're talking about the possibility of being able to control who you are. 
Uh, if you're in the chat, you want to keep listening, you better call in now. Okay, three four seven nine eight nine zero one nine four. But it's it's the it's the space of being able to control your aura and the seven layers that ride, that rest above who you are. Because see, like what, what Purple Field says, where the soul belongs to the galaxy, there's no such thing uh, as sell your soul. Well, I'd, I'd have to beg to differ, right? Because your soul belongs to you, right? Technically, but right. your soul can get lost. I mean, spirit inhabits this body. Yeah, your soul has correct. memories from much that's longer. That's when that cord is. That's that that's uh, when the cord uh, is cut. Yeah, the astral cord. That's the, the theory, that's, that's the astral. That's the etheric cord. Correct. 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 Yeah. I mean, when you look at it, I, look at yeah, it from the term when you say, you say outer space. Outer whose space? Outer space. Uh, that's right. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, outer space and how we know that the space they, that they're talking about is the space right above your head. Right. So you're not in your own zone. We got that you're word. You're not in your own in zone. A, it's your aura. I'm in my zone. All that shit. So I'm in my you, zone. Know, yeah. Right. <laughs> You, you, are you are out of your own zone. Right. Yeah. You See, in that's, that's perfect. You talked about chromosomes, right? Mm-hmm. So your zone or, or your atoms, right? And that's why, like I said, the ISIS thesis was, was pretty deep because she talked about the compounds, right? Or or, or the, the uh, ethereal realm right above you. Right, and, and the Egyptians right. talked about this in the scrolls when, when they talked about dying, right, and and, and how and the, the difference between life and death and how to process the period of death. That's why they spent so much time dealing with death because it was about how to ascend past your seven layers and then get out of here. Right, and that's how they built them chambers inside the pyramid where that sun reflected and bounced out through, and, and that particular yeah. chamber you ever. To do yep. what you was able to talk with the ancestors. They showed you that in Black Panther. Yep. Yeah, they showed you that in Black Panther. Yes, they did. He took that uh, magic clove or whatever, right? And he was able to yep. go into the spirit world. Because why? He was in a different space. Yep. It altered his reality. Meaning he took a drug. It, it, altered, it, it altered his reality. That's right. It did do that. That's right. Like the uh, what they call the so-called Indians when they took the peyote, you, you see what I'm saying? The pay, that's Which it, yep. And, and now you got the ayahuasca. The ayahuasca does that. The peyote does that. See, that's, see that's well, a, we we don't do that, but the peyote does definitely does. Right, because we not we not utilizing it for the pur- the proper purpose. So you're not going to have a that's spiritual right. connection because you're doing it for the luxury of. The enjoyment You're doing of it for the, the luxury of it, yep. yep. It, it's it's become uh, a drug uh, versus a, a way to raise consciousness, conscious awareness. Right, you abused it opposed to utilizing. The only yeah, reason they exactly. Uh, peace pipes and all that was to consult and initiate people into a different thing. So those people that were yep. engaging in that peace pipe was those that was ready to ascend to the next level. That's right. You feel now, see, that's, that, that's, that's interesting, right? 
because they well, you talk about ascending to the next level. So they got something that's called, and this is in the trees. They talk, they call it rest com- communists, which which means that um, all have an equal right to exploit the natural resources in space, but not but not have but but not all have a right to share equally in what is exploited, right? So they saying, so that, I mean that's crazy. Anybody saying basically, look, we can tap into your shit. Anybody else can, but not everybody gonna get to use what we tap into. Right, but this is your property. <laughs> you know that. But it's your property. Right. right. But it's your and property. But we're gonna tap into your shit. This is what tap into I your feel- subconscious awareness. And it's all property. And spiritually weakened to the point that they don't even realize that they used right. to the mundane things that's given to you on this physical level. That's nothing. That's the right. devil's net. This it's, is where they want to playground. Right. So if if you forget about what connects you, you can go outside right now and look at the tree in your backyard and wonder cool. why that tree Resembles your law. Now look at the give and take yeah. relationship from what's going on with the, you and that tree. You the and that tree. Above. Right. The space Being above. The that, that's, that's right. See, 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 and I think that's powerful. You look at trees, right? Trees go, uh, you know, so many feet up in the air, but once the root stops, the tree extends, and then above the tree is the branches, and the branches extend out. It's like the tree of light, right? The branches right. extend out, but those are the layers. Those are the so you can see the seven layers of a tree because a tree has reached its highest potential. It won't ever be more than a tree, but it's it, it, it's went past being a plant, right? Back past the shrub, it, 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 the roots are fine, and that's why they, that's one of the reasons why trees. Unless we cut them down, most trees. Unless we poison the environment or cut them down, most trees will live hundreds of years. Down there. They live yep. for down there. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, as, yeah, man. And look at the words. It was supposed to die recently. Correct. Look look at the words. You, you can't have life without Right? We already know that. That's you right. can't have right. life without Exactly. We already know that. And these are the same things exactly. that the tree look. You know, you know, used to live. Now look at the words he was using. You, the seed, right? The seed is planted. Yep. Yep. It becomes yep. the plant. The yep. plant grows into a tree. The root, the root is the what? The foundation of the seed. The foundation, the base. The, the, right. right. The root grows underground, and the branch grows above ground. There's still a micro and the macro. The micro and the macro. So, so right when we talk about layers of a tree trunk, right? Because it's tree has mm-hmm. to be a seed before before it can even become a tree trunk, right? So, right. Uh, and this is this is right. So it deals with um, uh, the outer bark, the inner bark, the what they call the cell layer, right? It deals with uh, the sapwood and the hardwood, which is the inner part of the trunk, wow. right? So the, the tree, the tree's got five, there's five layers to a tree. So if a tree 
only has five layers, and the tree is it can't move, right? And a human has seven layers. Then, and, and we we able to move around. We we can come okay. and go as we please. Trees trees are 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 solid. They can't above move, ground. but we That's only above. They're above they ground. Right, right. So it it would make sense, right? That that if we essentially are, um. Uh, the, the, the highest life forms on this planet, so called, and we have seven layers above us, like a tree. And then you ascend past your own tree of life, then you move into another realm. Correct. You satisfy everything you need to satisfy on this particular realm. That's right. You did what? Well? That's right. Now, now my question is, who planted the first seed of the tree? <laughs> no, that's a good question. Uh, you know, you know, there, there's a, there's a, um, you know, there's a, there's a YouTube uh, documentary or or story, and it talked about I forget it's been a minute since I've seen it, um, but it talked about how tree you may have seen it, but it talked about how trees came from another planet, right? And um, right. The, the, the trees they came from the planet where there's nothing but trees, and the trees were the dominant species on the planet. And, and the trees came here. Have you ever seen that before? No, no, I, I, I didn't know about it's called that the, you know, the, the tree pod or something like that. I, I'll have to find it and send it to you, man. But send it, send it, it really went you into it. it. It was deep, man. It talked about how trees came from another planet. Okay. Well, you, you know, my um, interpretation of with how the first seed, you know, was planted. When we look at it, we got this give and take relationship, and we know life has to be like that. It's an action and a reaction, a cause and effect. Correct. Right? So if they say Correct. we came from this germ, blah, 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 whatever. You know what I mean? If we, if we just germ, obviously we had to put out something, right? And put it in the earth, because when they talk about a germ, we talk about a microorganism that does something. It has to feed. That's right. And reproduce, but you still have to exterminate, right? You have to put out the feces, so, per se. Now, that feces would be that seed that was planted for that tree to create life. Exactly. To create life. To create a life form. Right. So now that tree will supplement you as you you had to release something, but you went, you broke. You was bubbling on the ground. You didn't grow well, on top of it. Well, now here's something that's interesting, right? Even with the trees, right? You look at the tree trunk, right? Um, and, and the tree has rings in it, right? And if you look at the uh-huh. rings, you can actually you can actually read the celestial bodies of uh, what we call space. Once again, in trees. Yeah, it's like the Fibonacci principle. Once again, it's, the it's showing you the, That's right. Those rings represent the uh, years of that particular tree. Yeah, the mm-hmm. astronomical cycles of the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Now, keep in mind, you still have plants underwater. You you feel me? So, yeah. how, how do you? That's how the oxygen. It's in the water. It's the plants. See? 
It's the plans. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying, man. And and there's and this this all goes back. See, now when we talk about interterrestrial space, because mm-hmm. space is above us and it's below us. So when you talk about being on water, see, that's one of the reasons why um, they've never been able to colonize the ocean because they don't really know what the fuck is below them. Uh, right, and that, that's where there's more space by below us. <laughs> Yes, that's you know one place that they don't get into. They spend more time going they don't out fuck here with that ocean like that. Well, right. they don't yeah. want. I mean, they they be in the water, but they don't. They, 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 them waters are more dangerous than them going up in that air. And yes. that space below is the dark space. That's that's the um, when I was doing some research on it, they they called it the the interterrestrial space, right? And, and and that's that's the the part of space that uh, they don't really fuck with like that because they they know they know less about it. So it's easier for them to say, well, let's deal with the space above our heads versus the yes. space below. And as the folks on below, you know why that is? That's because they don't fuck with what they call the Kraken and folk, uh, folklore, which is AKA Cthulhu. That's right. Well, think about this. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Right, right. Well, and then then think about this too, man, which is really deep, man, is if there's there's seven layers above your head, then it stands the reason that there are seven layers below your feet. Below you, below you as well, right? So when they bury somebody, they put them six feet down or six layers down. And not seven. Right? Right. Not seven. See, see, it's all symbolic. Yeah. They don't want you to reach that because on that spiritual level, you're able to move. It, it It's way deeper, you know, than most people can probably handle right now. They're yeah, looking at I it think from, even the shit we talk about tonight is fucking them up. It's fucking them up. You know what I'm saying? Because. This is a topic that they don't want to deal with because this touches on what you have to look at. You should be tired of looking in the mirror when you're the man in the mirror. You, you right. see what I'm saying? Everybody wake up, man, I'm going to do this today, and you're looking in the mirror. You know what I mean? And the mirror, yep. your oh, reflection, yeah. which is the guiding you, is saying, like, okay, nigga, when you go do it? Make it happen. Because I'm tired of living on this side. You see Man, what I'm listen, see, see, and that's why you you, you remember the show, uh, remember the show Sliders? Uh huh. Right, and it, it, it kind of yeah. dealt with that as well, right? The, the the moving between dimensions and dimensional universes, right? And and it dealt with uh, the wormhole, right? Now, mm-hmm. when you look at a wormhole, right? It deals with it. Technically, it's dealing with the self, right? Um, and, and it deals with it deals with. That's what I say. Seven layers. There's seven. There's seven holes in your head, right? So right. the wormhole really is your mind. Yeah. Right. The traffic, or, or they say they call it space traffic. <laughs> 
I know most people might be might be confused with what we talk about here, but I'm talking on a two level frequency here. I'm talking on one hand about actual space travel and time travel, but then on the other hand, we talk about on a spiritual level here, where it goes way above that. Right. So the Orient right. is yeah. Right, right, right. Very deep, man. Yeah, hang out with me, man. We're gonna, we're gonna take a quick break, real quick. Right, hang, hang out with me. We'll, we'll take a quick break. Um, you're right here on the bottom line. If y'all want to tune in, press one. We'll get you in. We'll bring you in on the conversation. You know, we're talking about space, space travel, right? The the the, the wisdom of the old owl. <laughs> uh, but we'll be right back, man. <laughs> that right here on the bottom line, man. Keep it locked. I'm gonna give you a little uh, a little John Coltrane Love Supreme. We'll be right back.
Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The Bottom Line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. All right, all right. We back. We back. Um, call the number is three four seven nine eight nine zero one nine four. Press one if you want to get in. I got my man Hollywood sitting in with me. Still there, brother? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Peace to the God. Okay, okay. Peace to the God. Yeah, and uh, you know tonight, like I said, tonight is just you know we're talking about space. Next week I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna dive into the treaties for y'all. Um, so I want to set the tone tonight. Um, but. This, this, you know, when we talk about treaties, we, we really got to look at the treaties on the land and the treaties in the air. And that's what the space treaties are really about. They're about the treaties above you, right? And who can govern the space above your head, right? Because that's what it's about. Who's governing the space above you? Um, and so I encourage y'all, man, check out books like the Ice Thesis. Um, you know, check out the Judy K. King lecture. You know, dive dive deeper into what the aura is. Look at look at space travel shit because it talks about that. It's all talking about you and your body and what you represent, your mind. So, anything you want to uh, add to this, my brother? You talking to me, Joey? Yeah. Anything you want yeah, to add to this? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, basically what we was talking about, you know what I'm saying? It's it's still the same old thing. People gotta understand about the whole thing when you're talking about the space and all that. That's that's mm-hmm. a part of your aura, right? That's your spirituality. You that's feel right. that, that that's your uh thing that keeps you grounded here right now. That's right. Yep, it is. And if you're not in control of that, obviously somebody else is. And this is the way that life is working for certain people because they say, oh, I got to do this, get up. You got an everyday routine. You're like a robot now. And, you know, it's reminiscent of what you said about the Star Treks and the Stargates 
because you got droids. That's right. You see what I'm saying? So these droids right. are people that's programmed to do the same old thing over and over again, and this is what they want. And you see them doing it to you in your face. They're doing it to you right now by way of they put something on TV, you fall victim to it, you get scared, they give you a solution, you congratulate them, but they take something from you. It's the same parasitical nature that always has occurred. That's right. I asked a question on so, Facebook. Did you have any of these, whether it's cancer, whatever virus, whatever, prior to meeting this motherfucker? And hmm. <laughs> you, you didn't. So they either brought yep. it with them yep. or gave it to them. Yep. 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 So, 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 you know, I mentioned earlier about uh, SETI and Medi, right? And um, uh-huh. you know, Medi is messaging uh, extraterrestrial intelligence, right? And yep, they've been when they there. talk about, yeah, and, and this is like a this is a non-research, excuse me, non-profit uh, research organization, right? And, and it mm-hmm. it claims to to create and transmit interstellar messages in order to attempt to communicate with other civilizations, right? And then right. Um, you have SETI, right? Which basically is the active active uh, messages that are usually sent, right? Um, so so you Not have the, yeah, exactly. You got the satellite and then, and then you got them doing it through mediums and shit like that, right? And in the treaty, one of the things that they brought up was and we just, like I said, this goes back to law, right? This was uh, communist uh, ominium, right? Um, um, and it deals with the common good, right? It deals with rest common ominium, which which basically it says that um, they can come in and they can um, anything's possible, right? And they can claim uh, the dominion above above your head, right? Right. And and they say, well, anybody can come in and do it, which they're right. Anybody can come in. This is where you get things to come in with that magic shit. Anybody can come in and try to take over um, the dominion above your head. But the real question is, is who owns it and who can control it? Right. They want to you be know, in control of your spirit. Yeah, when, when you look at that, let me, let me look at it from two different ways. All right, now. We know that they got the SETI program, right? And then you see yep. they got the other program. Now, with, with, the Medi with program, the SETI, SETI and Medi. The, the SETI program had already been answered, you know, allegedly. Uh, yep. Because they sent the messages to aliens. Right. Wow. They were supposed to have received a message. And it had right. the DNA coding, and it was telling them That's that right. unlike them, that we are carbon-based, right? But for them, yep. they're silica-based. That's what was said allegedly in the message Correct. on this. Alleg- they put that allegedly. Shit out there. Right. Right. It was they put car- carbon-based. Yep. And right. Yep. Right. The whole. That's where they get that whole six-six-six principle from. Yeah, the, the carbon. You know, six-six-six. That's right. That is a man, and the man is a beast. Now, why is the man a beast? Because God didn't create persons and all these other things. God created a man. 
So, of course, when someone else is ruling you, they're going to make your God be the evil God. Right? Yeah. But keep in mind, you are the God that created this man because it said, let us make man in our image. And they were called what? Elohim, right? This is the thing I put in. That's right. That's right. Right. So, now, see, so is it Elohim? Right? Because they don't want you to rise to that uh, Elohim. 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 Right. Or him, O-L. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, That's right. You got to look at it for well, what well, it is. And, and, and L, come on, L, L, L represented God and him. So he, he that is God, right? Or he that is the Christ. See, see, they, 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 they didn't really want people to tap into that energy because you tap into the energy that you got or, 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 the, or that you reach the Christ like state, right? Or the Christ, as they right. call it, the Christ consciousness. Right. Then, right. You, then you so. tap it into your seven layers and you're walking around with your Christ consciousness and you're affecting because this remember, we're talking about aura and space so, right. and, and space time. So now you're affecting. Not only other people's horrors, when you come in contact with them, but you're affecting the space time or continuum. You change your reality. That, that's changing right. your reality. That's why. Ooh, that's and deep, everybody man. else's reality around you. Because now that's they're right. wondering in the maze. So now you're at her as, you know, they look at you as something more than they know. You, you feel what I'm yeah, saying? That's, that's, so this, is, well, well, yeah. th- this is where you get into the godlike stage, and people wonder and they're amazed that, at how you can uh, do certain things or survive through certain things or how you can remain a certain state of being or elevate your state of being. You know, right. say you wasn't with me when I was shooting in the gym. You know, right, well, right, the, right. The, the, the proverbial spiritual gym. When, when I when I, when I was shooting these you know these messages through through my own setting and many you know to to my ancestors or to my conscious my higher consciousness the higher realm of yourself that that is that's your God true space right. exploration that's right that's God yeah that's the true space exploration that they're talking about it's the final frontier that they want to control. Yeah, because, you know, these people, they, they fell for, now remember, we talk about the Elohim, right? And then you got one Elohim saying the jealous God and blah, 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 all this and all that. Then you got another Elohim saying, no, you will be truly like one of them and blah, 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 blah. Because right. for people who got it twisted, go back to the Bible and look where it says uh, the Elohim, this is what it says in Hebrew, the Elohim stands in the congregation of El. And he judges amongst the gods. Or is Elo. Or he judges that's amongst right. the Elohim. You know what I mean? It would be yeah, Elohim. That's, that's God right. is Elohim. That's right. And that's the right. most high would be El Elo in Hebrew. El Elo. So, and, and then El, this is where people come in with El, God El. and all these, other, all these other derivations of it. But El right, El right. is, I mean, that, that, that is, deals with God. Or the God source, the higher source of it, right? And right. all of that emanates yeah. from, from pure, pure, uh, pure love, if you will, pure consciousness. Right, right. Because if you deal with it in Arabic, it'd be what? It'd be uh, the Alohama. 
something I was building with uh, one of my guys with, right? That how can this motherfucker give you anything that he don't have? When you go back to the treaty, all the obligation of the United States goes back to the more. You understand what I'm saying? This is true. This is true. Yes, it does. So how can this nigga give me something? Basically, what he's doing is going in my left pocket and putting something in my right pocket. He don't have Put shit to give me. Putting something in the right pocket. Robbing Peter to pay Peter. Right. He's an immigrant. You you, 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 that's right. That's right. I mean, listen, man. And, and this is one of the reasons why, you know, I was I started the tribe, right, and, and done the things that I've done there. Because the, the understanding for me is that this is your divinity that we're talking about. It, it's your ability to govern what, what your birthright. It's a birthright. It's, this, is a, right. this is a birthright. So, so part of the birthright is not only to come into the, what you're supposed to be doing on this planet, but it's to also remember who you are. Right? We forget who we are. I mean, that's, that's just common. I mean, we all forget. But that's how, true. how many people are going to remember? Because that, that's why I like the ISIS thesis um, and the adjudicate yeah. election because Prince, she Prince really West. went into, yeah, man, really went into, I mean, you know, the the layers of who you are that that rest above, above right above your head. Right, that's I mean, the ISIS Right. That's the yeah, exactly. There's the there's the ISIS thesis and then there's the ISIS papers, uh, which are which are you know I mean they both were worth going into because the Egyptians spent so much time worried about what was going to happen when they left here, right? And right, and, right. and that's why they took all that shit with them because they understood that if they was able to get to a certain level of consciousness here and then pass. They could, they literally could take that stuff with them to the next round because their consciousness would remember it. And then in, in the next round, they could just create it 
from Salt. Oh, I remember. I remember that was placed in my coffin. That was placed in the in the coffin, or, or that this was placed in the tomb. Right? And they used to do. They used to do these things called showpiece. Right? And the, the showpiece. Oh, Annie. Uh, yeah. What they call yeah. the uh, yeah. yeah. What's it's called the, the, uh, yeah. They say the Book of the Dead, but it's really that's you know, right. Yeah, it, yeah. Right. They, they call it, some people call it the Book of the Dead, right? And what they would do right. in early Egypt is <clears throat> the the pharaohs would say, okay, you were my best worker in life, so in death, uh, you you gonna be my best worker in death. So when I die, you gotta die too. <laughs> right? right. Like, that ain't fair. What you mean I gotta die too? So then what like like you die. I ain't dying with your ass. You know what I'm saying? You die by yourself. You know, and and then what happens is then it got to a point where they realized that ain't the way to go. So then they started doing the showpiece. And then they would take the showpiece which was good. and you can see this in any ancient museum where they would take these little statues. Um, so if they had 15 people that worked closely with them, instead of killing off 15 people, they'd create the showpiece, and the showpiece would just be placed inside the tomb, and then, you know, mm-hmm. supposedly their consciousness would be raised to a certain level that when they when they pass through um, the afterlife, they could awaken the showpiece and bring back their their people, right? Versus having to just kill them off. I mean, that's a, that's a, you know, yeah, think about but, that. Like, the, even the thought no, I'm thinking about it when you said it, but you got to remember, you got to look at it from the way he was saying it. He was showing you the equitable principle, right? If the I gave you this, you give me the same in exchange. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. So, now, yep. look at it like this. Are you really worthy to go where you need to go? Now, we don't know, oh, you know, on that physical level or human perspective of what's on the other side, is this true or not? This is this no, can be a crazy. No, we don't, and that's why. That's why really, that, come on, that's some Jim Jones shit, right? And that's a, that's right. a, that's a selfish right. way of thinking. But right? hold because on, just hold on Let me show you something else. Let me show you something else to change that. Now I'm not telling niggas to drink Kool Aid and stab themselves. What I'm trying to show <laughs> is something. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody remember Right Remember Christ now, Right He gave uh, what, what did he say He said John 3.16 Right He sacrificed yep. So he begot Right Yep And yep. Christ But in that meeting Christ had a Disagreeance with In the Bible Yep Yep Where he was like Oh can I please pass this cup Right nigga I ain't trying to die you, you exactly. see what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's right. Let me pass the cup, motherfucker. I, it, it, and that's why they right. Christ went on the lid. Motherfucker, I, I die. What you mean? Hey, right. He ran in the garden. And he did. <laughs> that's right. That's and right. And he right. said that Judas took his place on the cross, right? Yeah, well. In the real shit. I'm not talking about the real shit. No, yeah. He said Christ did himself in the garden. Judas took his place. And Judas died in his place. Yeah. That's why well, as say, sometimes that that carry that. That's right. That's right. Because he didn't. Okay. As a matter of fact, my so friend now, went on to live to, to be in his hundred. All right. So let, let me give you the whole scenario. Because it's going to make some crazy sense. Now, like I said, I'm not telling niggas to drink Kool-Aid. 
public service announcement or don't stab yourself. <laughs> Christ represents what? The ultimate sacrifice. What are you prepared to give up to get everything you want? This right. is why they do what they do inside of Hollywood, right? Where you sacrifice right. your firstborn child. Remember King Herod. Yo, murder all the firstborn children that had nothing Correct. to do That's with right. That's right. That was yep, dealing yep, with the God Molech. Yep. Yep. That's what all that was dealing with. It was dealing with giving up your firstborn child to that yeah. particular duty. And this right. is what abortion is. And, and, and let me tell you something. I, that, that's exactly what abortion is. And people still subscribe to that shit today and through, through uh, blood magic and blood wars and shit like Correct. that. Blood magic. Listen, you, you, you motherfuckers uh, take yourself out. You're not taking me out. Right. But but this is right. But but that was that had to be the understanding, and and then it, and then it had to evolve past that. Where wait a minute, nobody has to fucking take themselves out. How about we just evolve past that and then realize that we're dealing with right, right? Yeah. Because because let's let's be honest, like like consciousness is. Is either low vibrational or is high vibrational, and to think that there has to even be that form, like nobody. If you take yourself out of here early, right? Obviously, there are unless you were prepared and you did it, in, you know, with with the sense of understanding what was happening next. It didn't. It just didn't make sense. Right. You know? And so, I mean, there's, you know, I mean, we have to understand, man. Not everybody is, is equipped. To die. Well, I mean, because they can't handle it. Because you know why? Because all these people was in a a specific state or space, yeah. right? Where space, they were depressed space. and all this. So that allowed yeah. other entities to walk in and whisper in their ear, whisper and serpent. Right. What, what they call him? Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Nakash, the whispering serpent. Nakash, Belzebub. Right. That, that 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 entity is able to whisper in your ear mm-hmm. and tell you things mm-hmm. and put you in a different place while you're mm-hmm. in that space. And now mm-hmm. you take and yourself out. There's your effectuation. There's your effectuation of aura. See what I'm saying? Right. That's when they start affect, and that's when they start affecting the aura. Now I, I'm, I'm gonna say this for the listeners: Go back, look at the movie Cabin in the Woods. Oh, and talk one. about how if we don't please the gods with the, you know, give them the sacrifice and the blood and all that, but get away from the werewolves and all this type of shit that they got in the movie and look at all those things as fear. It's the fear. Correct. You understand what I'm saying? Because the fear yep. produces what? Inside of the bloodstream. Adrenaline. And it turns into what? Adrenaline. Adrenaline crawl. And all this type of shit. Yep. That's right. And, and it, it deals, it deals with, right, with what's right in front of you, what, which, is, which is, well, listen, because remember, there's the chromosomes, and, and then there's the compounds, and then we talk about the ether. So it's, once again, we're going back to mastering the gases, right? Because there's the gas level right. of yourself that, you have, that has to be mastered. Uh-huh. Adrenaline, 
adrenaline because because what what happens when you when the adrenaline gets going you get to sweating and then when you get to sweating right. what comes off your body steam papers ether this is that's this, this is a powerful conversation yeah this is, that's, that's why it's so powerful look look I like how you broke that down because once that vapor come off that's the same thing that combustion. That starts your engine. Combustion. That's the right. Gas That's what, like a fucking car, dude. Just like a car. Right. All this shit is created off of Internal you. Internal combustion. <laughs> you see, you know, there's no reason why you know. we're not rich when everything is based off of us. Man, look. Remember Everybody Back to the Future and, and the flying machine? Yeah. Listen, you, 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 are, you are the DeLorean. You know, and, and you, you, you know what's interesting about the DeLorean and Back to the Future is they is they they talked about how how they can use trash, right? Right. For <laughs> they, renewable they energy, trash. Right? For renewable energy, they would put trash in the DeLorean, right? And if we talk about your body being similar to the time machine, people putting trash <laughs> in there, and and it represent. Right. And if you notice, it represented how. They 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 went backwards first, and then they went forward, and then they went backward again, we, and they went backward again. Not with, not after the because remember the plutonium was gas, right? right so with right. the plutonium, they were able to go they were able to go backward and forward, but then they went backward when they started using trash. So they started okay. descending. Now look at this though. Aren't these the same people that take? Tell you and teach you that your body give out excrement and they call that weight. Yep. Yep. What is weight? Go. See, see, it, what, come on, it's trash. Now, but let's look at it like this: What do waste from a cow do? It makes the grass do what? Fertilize you. <laughs> Fertilize. So everything is renewable, right? That's but what right. they renewable. But see, this is how they taught our mind to think. So if you look, remember, you only good is your thoughts. It's not what defiles the. It's yeah. not what goes into the mouth that defiles the body. It what comes out of the mouth, right? And That's all, right. it yep. also says that so shall a man think, and so shall he be. So if so you're taught birth that oh, this is waste, this is junk DNA, this is this and that, all you listen to is another orchestra. So you allow an entity who didn't even have a spiritual connection to walk into your body and control you. You allow yep. this nigga right. to do it well, with. Right. Yep. He, he was a fake yep. magician. Yep. He wasn't a magician. See, that's what, that, see, that's where the walk-in shit comes from, too. You know that's beyond the that's that's the the, it is. It, 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 it does go. It, 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 Raising and lowering your consciousness, just with that alone, right? 
Yeah, my thing is, if niggas don't believe what the fuck we talk about right now, about walk-in spirits and drop-ins, nigga, you walking around with a mask oh. on your face, you get the goddamn shot. Yeah, listen, that's a mass level of space exploration right there. How, how can, and, and that's why I brought up the whole corona shit, right? Because we're talking about right. the, the, when, when the sun hits you, you awaken. And if you haven't, awoke, if you haven't awoken, Right, then they can control the layers above your head. So, so then you stay in a certain vibration where that that's the ethereal realm. They can still control you from the ethereal realm. The ethers, and they're doing it with gases. Right now, 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 what? now, check this, y'all. Check this, right? And everybody that's listening, I want y'all to hear this, right? When you wear a mask, you are breathing in your own gases. Right, your own shit, your own extremity. Yeah. You're supposed to be putting. You you you're breathing it back in. So so you're breathing in your own ether instead of the fresh ethers. You're breathing back right. in your own ethers. That's so what you, the trick is. You're recycling your own trash. Right, that's for the trick. That's not now, for you. Come on, come on, man. That, now, <laughs> you know now, what I'm saying? That's that's powerful. You think about that. Right. It all correlates with what you're talking about because people don't see it. Nikki, use the bot. You running around, you're doing all this shit. People running up, oh, uh, this is required. And okay, so now what are they setting the stage for? This is test run for all you people. Everything that they're doing, they want to see how much you bow and how much you submit to. That's right. Ain't nobody saying about oh, goddamn soul said I can't come in. Ain't nobody writing no legislator. They ain't talking to a congressman and redressing. They, the they ain't doing none of that. So of that. stop fucking marching and all this bullshit when you don't want to fucking do the real footwork. The real footwork is saying like, look, nigga, you ain't gonna play me like that. Well, remember they they tap into your emotional ether. They tap into your mental ether. They tap into your ethereal ether from from the from your root up, and then once they get to your astral layer, right? That deals. That's the bridge between the low vibration and the high vibration. It's the astral. I mean, and this is why you talk about astral traveling, the astral plane, right? Right. But yeah. I mean, it's like that's that's your consciousness. Yeah, but they don't like that, Joey, because they no, they want they want the mundane bullshit that's uh, something that's it has a value, but you not you don't have access to it. Think about it. They give you this promissory note, right? With this promissory right. note, we know that they sell that promissory note, and that promissory note has cash value. But did you secure your interest in that promissory note? No. No. You didn't have a no. restricted endorsement on that promising note. You no, gave it away. Exactly. You, you see what I'm saying? So now, yep. how are you looking for a return on it? And then you want, you didn't make a claim on the property that was lost. You never had a claim that was, exactly. on anything. And, and, te- and technically, and that's what I'm saying, even with, the air, with them air rides, right? If you don't make a claim, right. like, you know, look, I stake my claim right now. 
publicly, right? I own the airspace above my head, which is my ethereal, right? My my that that's my spirit. That's that's the soul, right? Because the soul, as they say, doesn't the, or, or, as they say, the mind is not the body, right? So if uh-huh. the mind ain't the body, then that would just, then that would stand the reason that neither is the soul, neither is the spirit, right? Don't they call it insular possession and outlining possession? Outlining possession. See, see, which which then tells me this, right? What we what we really dealing with is the gases, right? Or or those those carbon gases that that make up who you are is what's really inhabiting the body, right? That's why they put that shit in you with the chop. That's right. That's right. That's why when somebody passes, um, the body is still here, right? Yeah, it's from the body. The gas it's, it's is the gas the gas is leaving from the body and the gas has an right. intelligence behind it. Correct. Yeah. Ooh, the, gas, the, the gas has what's called enzymes and all that type of shit. You enzymes, know what I'm saying? And yeah. the gas turns the light yep. again. That's yep. why energy can be recreated or that's right. It goes back to life. And, and this is where you get your Neo effect from the Matrix. And he became life. The one. <laughs> right. See? Yeah. Be, yeah. See? See? Yeah. This, this is a powerful but conversation, see, man. We out of time, too. I'm but, surprised uh, ain't nobody said nothing. That's crazy. I know. Ain't nobody. I all all I you know, people want to be free, but you don't, you don't even want to acknowledge your freedom. And oh, no. make your comment on your freedom. That's crazy as fuck. It, it can't be too big for you not to build on. Fuck that. Well, the legal paperwork I, don't mean <laughs> shit if you don't know who you are. Thank you, bro. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, I was surprised. Uh, I don't know. Somebody else wants to deal with us. We got a, we got a minute. We got a couple minutes. You come in and build 610. Me. I mean, this is what I'm saying. What up, 610-427? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Y'all say... Yeah, I'm here, man. Peace to God, y'all. I'm here to keep up with y'all tonight, man. Deep subject, man. Y'all took me into the Bobby Hammett, my, my Bobby Hammett um, studies. And I had to, like, sit back and make sure I had everything straight, man, before I get in this queue. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, this is, the, this is why, you know, I'm talking, we're talking about space, but space, space, this is space we're talking about. That, 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 that realm above that they call your aura. That goes seven layers. That deals with your arm, leg, leg, arm, head. It's your sphere, brother. Your sphere. You know what I'm saying? Or, or if you your, your celestial body. Celestial I body. I don't see why nobody else called in. You the only do. And I'm like, yo, this is the most important part. Regardless of the paperwork and everything. Two walk Peace to the guys. What's up, Louis? What's up? Peace to the guys. Welcome to the show. All right. You got I know they say tonight. It was a worm moon. I know you said something about worm holes, but they say a Mars tornado. Don't get a worm moon on time and date.org. That's true. Say it again about a worm. It's, tonight it's a full moon worm moon. It's called a worm moon, too. I'm like, okay, moon. okay. 
Okay. Yeah. See, see what I'm saying? We it's a wormhole. Yeah. It's a it's it's a yeah. vortex that's opening up. It was a it was a full moon last night too. These are vortexes that open up. Facts. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man, we only got a minute left. We're gonna. This is a conversation we're gonna have to pick up again next week. Um, because there's yeah. so much Speak more to conversation. You yes, always tell me that, Joey. And then look, we we come in the next uh, week, and I don't get to say what we were talking I, about. <laughs> man, I, I don't want to cut us off, man. We be talking MS Run and cut us off, man. You know what I mean? Because we we in overtime. It's all good. But this, this, you know I enjoy talking. I'm I'm Hollywood, nigga. I am overtime. What you talking about? I already know. <laughs> I already know. I appreciate no, you listening, man. Got brothers coming in and chiming in, man. You know what I mean? So. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm sad yeah, about I'm the right. rest of the listeners. I, I, I really I know. am. Because y'all should have called in. That's, that's yeah, y'all should have called in. We had a lot of time. Y'all had a lot of time to call in. Uh, you know, Fair. we we going to pick this up next week. Because like I said, I got to dive into the trees. And we'll we'll pick it up mm-hmm. early. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna come in early next week. So y'all come in early. Tell your peoples. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna start the show on time next week. We're gonna come in early. All right, because there's a lot of information cool. we gotta go through. All about All right. it. All about it. They didn't cut us off. Still on, but um, oh yeah, you know, we, yeah. So, yeah, we. You so, know, so, I'll, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll give another ten minutes if y'all want to drop anything though. All right, go ahead. Brothers, I'm wrong for like two hours. All right, so like the the, the Outer Space Treaty is 1967. Does that have anything to do with anything? Yeah, that's that that's that's got a lot to do with it. That's under the um the United Nations Convention. Uh huh. And they said that they opened up for signatures in 1967. Um, and this governs um. What did they say? Um, celestial bodies. Um, all celestial bodies. Yeah. So when no, you were saying no. about how it's important to do your non-UCCs for right, you know, real property. It's important to do your non-UCCs spiritually too, and make sure nobody taking yeah, yeah. Um, control of well, your. Well, yeah. This, listen, this is why I told you. Even on the blockchain right now, we were just talking about this today. That they've got it where. You can now buy virtual property over somebody's head. You can buy the virtual property that that. So if I if you own your house physically, I can buy the virtual version of your house. I can buy the virtual area around your house. And when I say virtual, it it means that I can own the property rights above you. Oh. I can own the virtual view or, or or the space above you. Yeah, Man, that's they a, do that with that's a, a planet. Right now, yeah, they doing that with planet. Oh, oh, come on, man, space on you know, so much money. We'll, we'll let you name this planet. Mm. We'll let you name a celestial body, and we'll and you can become the god. This is this is this is a, this is how they become you know trying to make themselves god. I saw something, man. It was saying all the beasts in these nations do with each other, but the Treaty of Antarctica, everybody agree on. There's something down there they don't want us to know that. Of course, that's your inner inner earth. That's where your seven layers, and I believe the inner earth goes down seven layers for you to get there. Oh, wow. Yeah, I heard. Is that called Agartha? 
That's for yeah, Augustine is like the inner Augustine. earth. Yeah, Augustine? Yeah, that's the inner earth. And yeah, right. Augustine yeah. is also, it's also known as Shambhala. Oh, okay. Now, my thing is, you either are more or you're not. I just said, like, yo, how can a nigga don't have shit give you any goddamn thing? Exactly. That's right. They made you a spirit. Right. No, no, they no. Made you, you made, made you that. That's what a cat did. They didn't make you anything. Remember something. Remember something, brother. Uh-huh. They didn't make you anything. You're moving off of their presumption. Yeah. Right. Correct. Right, and, so and that's, that's, well, see, that's the thing. The is so powerful. Right, but they also assume that 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 they own your aura and your spiritual self, your spiritual layer, your soul. That's where the whole thing, still when your soul comes from. Right, but now let, let let's look at it like this before I cut off. Now uh-huh. we're talking about what they say they own. We already discussed that they don't own shit. So, therefore, that can only be done by whose will. That means yours, by your yours. consent. Yeah, that, 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 means, that means you have to, exactly. That means you have to give it up for them to be able to take your will on me. Okay. So, if you have to give it up, what happens when you make a claim for it? Oh shit, nigga! Then, then, you see my magic. Yeah. Come on, that's the god level. You know what I'm saying? You, you make the, you listen. The verbal claim comes first, the mental claim, and then you, and you, if you put it on paper, you put it on paper. So then you, you that's stake what, that's what you call that, do it, do it. What you call that? Do no, do notice. Do notice, so they do notice. Do yeah, do notice. Hey, yeah. do, do not detain. Do not stop. Right, but you know that also falls into the category of when you make the claim, right? Well, that's an equitable relief. You see what well, I'm saying? Listen, it, 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 so it, it, it goes to equity again. I seen a Miles Davis, the, the famous, the trumpeteer Miles Davis. He had a Lamborghini, so he said, "Tell all these Hollywood police when y'all see this Lamborghini drive by." That's me. So I'm like, damn, that's sort of like the injunction. You know, damn well, Miles Davis, that's who I mean, or more. So he said he had an attorney contact the uh, <laughs> police jurisdiction. Who? They know damn who? well that's Miles Davis. Thank you. <laughs> who, who, who did you say again? You said, you said baby. Who did you say? Miles Davis. Oh, Miles Davis? You talking about the musician? The musician, type in 60 Minutes, Miles Davis, 60 Minutes, the TV television show, 60 Minutes interview. And he had, uh, yeah, he showed he had that house on the hills on the beach and had that clean silver Lambo. <laughs> Where he say he had his attorney contact the jurisdiction. You know how they is, man. They really want your autograph in so many. They don't correct nothing. They, they like that little fish that swim on the shark. They, it's parasitic, man. Well, you got to understand, what a lot of them back then, like James Brown and uh, who was that, Chuck Berry, all them type of people identify as what? Indian. You see what I'm saying? And it's still on the books right here in Georgia. And, and where that's it talks right. About that's part of the problem. That's Indian. Right. right it's yep. excluded from certain shit. It's Indians, yep. Moors, and Hindus. Yep. Yep. You that's, why, that's for the reasons oh, why oh. they tell you 
that 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 uh, the Moors could create schools and schools for the children called Moors. The Moors could attend, but the but but blacks and white schools for Moors, right? Correct. They had to ask. They right. had to ask for permission, but the Moors could go to any school they wanted to. Uh-huh. Right, and the right. Moors encompassed what we call Native Americans, but but they wanted to Correct. disenfranchise the Native Americans by calling them Indians. Right. Mm-hmm. If we can remove the turbans yeah. off their head and the sandals off their feet, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, w- what's right. going on is you still have these laws on the book to where uh-huh. these motherfuckers are still operating under that Jim Crow bullshit, right? That's right. Because yeah, you want to so, be black. Yeah. You want to be colored. You want to be Negro. Yeah. And they say you can't own a gun. You can't do this. You can't do that. That shit is on the book right now. And they say the if, a, if a black dude, a colored dude, or a Negro owns a gun, that you immediately take that motherfucker to the magistrate. Exactly. All that's on the book right now. In Georgia. This is Georgia statute. At large. So, I, so, somebody sent me something recently about that where they said that they couldn't prosecute the Moors. Right. Like that, that's down, what I got from the man. Yeah, so, my man. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Jonah B. Pop. But that's why shout we teach the Well, that's the reason why we teach the formal process because, you know, unless oh. you went through and got, and got your passport as a Moor, or you, or you go through the formal processes, then you know they they throw you back into that box, you know, uh-huh. and and that's why that's why I stress people get your passport, get your nationality done, do your trust, you know, and now what we're talking about today, there's another layer added to it, right? Mm-hmm. The layer people probably didn't think about. What about your spirit? <laughs> what, what about right. you know? And and this is yeah. the reason why they need a spiritual war. Well, it is a spiritual war. It is, mm-hmm. but that's the reason why they knew people needed religion, though, to be able to control that no. layer that you don't think about. We'll let you have physical freedom, but what about your spirit? <laughs> Check this. They just say something else, man. <laughs> Check yeah, this, Joey. They damn proud of something else, boy. Check this, Joey. Yep. You you know, uh, y'all say the control test and the court test, right? Yep. You know what that really is? They want to see if you're going to come out of equity. That's Dred yep. Scott. That's Dred Scott yep. in a damn. That's that, the control test, the court. You right, you right, Hollywood. Yeah. Are you going to add law or born in or equity? equity? That's mm-hmm. it. That's the mm-hmm. control test and the motherfucking court test. That's, you come that's, out right. Of that's right. That's right. They, 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 want, they want to see if you're gonna come out of equity. But see, the thing is, mm-hmm. is that you 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 technically can never step out of equity because equity says this is the right. that's one of the rules of equity. Equity says that what 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 should have been done is considered to have been done. If yeah, it's right, correct. And it also right. says it also says that equity does not aid a volunteer. If you volunteer for some yeah. that's right. That's right. I you know, we can go through I'm all the maxims of equity, but that's yeah. what the control test and the fucking court test. And the court test. That's right. That's right. But I that's talk good. to you, Joey, on another end because some things is just not meant for the radio. Yeah, okay. well, oh, I, agree. I, I agree. Explain and, and, and a little bit. On that note, I dropped you know my mic. 
Yep. Listen, fellas, we and anybody else that's listening, we, we appreciate y'all listening tonight. Uh, we're gonna pick this up next week, next week's show, um, and we're gonna do part two to this because I got a lot more to go into, man, about you know space. We're gonna go into the treaties next week on this. All right, so we'll, we'll keep this conversation going, man. Uh, go to makemorecommerce.com if you need to get with me. Uh, fellas, I appreciate y'all energy. Thanks for tuning in, chiming in. Thank Fact. you, Joe. Yo. That's peace. Right. That's peace. Thank okay, God. man. Yeah, all right. I'm going to always aid my brother. Peace, God. Thank you, Peace God. to the God. Peace to the God. All right, we'll peace. talk to y'all next week. Peace to God. Later. All right.